Disney is probably looking back on my god. Give us another Hollywood a... Hollywood light news. You look like Mary out. Poppins. Is he cool? Hell yeah, he's cool. The best podcast ever. Here's what you missed last week, nerds. Washington, D.C. would be surrounded by slave states. Oh, oh. Otherwise, your your president after Lincoln would have been a guy named Hannibal Hamlin. And he right, and he was impeached too, Johnson. Johnson was impeached, yeah, because he wasn't enforcing basically the Reconstruction laws that said slavery has to end in the South because he was a piece of shit. Into the castle. Yeah, he was from uh, what state was he from? Texas, Tennessee. I have an idea. We'll we'll just call it people that work for free. Yeah. Yeah, that's changing like, it, right? That's abolishing like that. slavery. We'll just change what we call it. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. Oh my gosh! I like it when the girls stop by in the summer. That of course I love both summer girls and uh the lead singer um Devin. Why the hell did we play that song? Oh. Because Devin Lima died today. Who? Oh. Yes. A member of Devin the Lima. Yeah, so now the group is down to just one. Uh, Brad. One too many. Scandy, I think his name is. Oh my gosh. In 2010, uh, Rich died. Rich Cronin, I think his name was. Uh, also of cancer at, at the age of 36. So pretty scary. Business. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and both of them are both uh, very young and in yeah. the same group. And that's very rare. Um, are what they a the group that has pants. fame because of how stupid their songs were and how dumb the name of their group was? Light funky ones. What was that light light funky? Light funky like, did they one. come out with anything yeah, right. other a than that song. one? I mean, oh, I, yeah, I think right. it's a great summer song. That but... song was great. It was like, yeah, it was exact. It was a great summer song. But like, they didn't do anything yeah. after that. Like, imagine, like they did just that. And we yeah, still could remember them. With, uh, what's the name? Jennifer Love Hewitt, right? That was their second hit, but it didn't really take off. And the oh. group never really did take off. Right. Um, yeah, they had that one hit, and it was almost like it was a goof. Yeah, it was like something about a West Side, West Side Story, I think. Yeah, the song was almost the a song, goof. If I remember correct. The song was almost a goof, and they didn't like take the song seriously. Like it kind of worked. Like I, I always like that song. I think it's it's nostalgic for the time it was in. I, I always remember that fondly. They give Michael but, J. Fox a shout out. Yeah, right. Yeah, like I think. Yeah. I, I think they knew it was bullshit. It was just it's just a fun song. Yeah. The video though is embarrassing to watch. I just watched it before the show, and it's is just it? like it's embarrassing. Yeah, like I'm sure they would even think it's embarrassing. Oh, just, they look like. It. They look like oh, characters really of the Jersey Shore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they're kind yeah. of just like, you know, they're like when when they do things in the song, like, you know, her dad left when you were four years old, and like he, like yeah, this, he does like the, the four sign. Yeah, 
Yeah, the guy in the back was like, the number four sign. Because yeah. like I don't know what four years old is, so I need I need two I need two of your I need two I of no gang that I'm affiliated. Tell me that. His total is known secretor. Just whatever you could come up with that rhymes. At the same time, as stupid right. as it's kind of creative, and again, good time summer it song works. takes you back to the shore. Um, and they and, capitalized you know, kids today on have the no band. idea. These millennials today don't know what it was like in the '90s. <laughs> that song was really about the '90s. I don't even think anybody wears Abercrombie and Fitch anymore. Yeah. I never did. I thought Abercrombie was. A, I had like no. one shirt, I think, and, and I no. felt embarrassed wearing it. Yeah, I thought like red. only hot girls were like allowed to wear that. Yeah, I never. Oh, yes. I never, never got on board that oh, trend. Yes. I just couldn't get into oh, it. It yes. was too preppy. Um, all the kids at the Dave Matthews concerts. Yeah, Abercrombie and Fitch in 2000. Abercrombie and Fitch was like the Tommy Hilfiger. Remember how that was like in 1997 and everybody had like a Tommy shirt or like a, a big yellow fleece? I think they like... Yeah, right. It, it was literally just the name Abercrombie. That is the Something only thing English. about them that was like original or like intriguing. It's like, mm, Abercrombie. Yeah. Not right. Tommy if it was like Hilfiger the J. Peter, if it was like the J. Peterman catalog, it would have yeah, been right. as big. But the fact that it's Abercrombie, people just want to say Abercrombie. That, this, I think that uh, a ninety-nine percent terrible tragedy though at forty-one to be dead of cancer oh after God. your thirty-six-year-old hand, the yeah. handmaid. He had, he had six kids. Forty-one. He had six kids. I mean, all three of us are leaning on forty-one. Yeah, yeah that's, that's that is really about. sad. Why I make the argument 65 is too old to retire? Because I don't even know if I'm going to make it to 65 every time I read these kinds it's of stories. It's way too old. Yeah, you're like the good years are over. Uh, the, yeah, right. The video, the yeah. uh, the the co uh, member of the group um, released a video. I'm trying to find his name here. Uh, he did a video where today he had two of the the guys that passed their Adidas shoes in the video. And he said, on behalf of the LFO family, thank you for the tremendous outpouring of love from friends, family, fans, media, and those in the music industry. And he said, a few days before he passed away, he said to me, bro, when it's over, just tell them I disappeared. Uh, my friends, Harold, Devin, Lima has disappeared. And he died 13 months after uh, surgery he uh, was performed uh, He was performed on that was a football-sized tumor. So, Jesus, really, really scary stuff. Yeah, uh, but yeah, we are. Uh, yeah, right. Thoughts, and prayers with him. Thoughts and prayers. He, he was a. Uh, he was what? Forty-one. You said. Yeah, forty-one. Oh, yeah. there goes the dynamite. I think he. Why do you think he combed his hair to look to make it look like he had a widow's peak? Yeah, I saw that when I was looking. I'm like, is this real? Did he wear a wig, a bad wig, yeah, over right. the widow's peak? Or how did he do that? Did he draw that in? Did he glue little patches? I, I don't get that. Yeah, I hate having a widow's peak. I mean, I, I don't. I'd rather not have it. Why would you want a fake one? Brad Fischetti is the name of the last living member. He's the one yeah. that did that. I, I just, I'm looking at you know the images of him, and I'm like, man, he has a very pronounced widow's peak it's almost like dracula and then i look at other pictures right. of him and he doesn't have it it doesn't have it so why would you oh there goes the dynamite purposely right That's so you, you basically but, uh, take the center of your hairline you have to grow it out cut every other hair and then sort of like 
plaster attack. Yeah, right. With Q-tips. And maybe a Sharpie. Let, uh, you want to know how much he was worth? Yeah, yes, please. Yeah, what did he actually do for a living now? I'm <laughs> curious of how much these guys are worth. Because, you know, you wonder if they have like one hit. Do they still suffice right. off of that where they don't have to work? And now I guess Brad sure Fischetti gets all of the royalties if there are any. I bet there are today. I'm sure a lot of people downloaded that song. Oh, it's yeah, weird. His net worth isn't really around. Usually you just Google so-and-so net worth and it tells you. His is like not in here. Yeah, I don't Apparently. think it counts if you're in debt. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this we're is talking about some of his He was worth six million dollars. Oh, not bad. More money than than I got in the bank right now. Way more than All I right. thought. So he was. Oh, he did That's impressive. Okay. Forty-one, not bad. To turn that yeah, into six million. That's. Yeah. He was smart with his money. Yeah. Uh, you know, right. speaking of money and performers, this came as a shock to me. So, Katy Perry, highest paid woman in the music industry. I actually had Taylor Swift pegged, not yeah, Katy Perry. Yeah. I don't know what she's worth, but she is the highest paid. Yeah, I believe that. And I know I read an article recently that says she makes crazy money. Uh, is that good? Could I mean, be I wrong, but doesn't Beyonce... I think because, well, if you think about it, Katy Perry's been around for like 12 years, and she's worth $280 million, and every one of her albums has like these huge hits, so she probably makes, she probably cleans uh, up on like videos and, and touring. still would have said Taylor. I would, I I would say Beyonce. Swift. Oh, yeah, she's... Uh, she's got to be way up there, but are we counting her and Jay-Z's money? Taylor yeah. Swift is... Actually, Taylor Swift is worth more. She's worth $320 million. Oh, my God. And, Beyonce, the Bay is worth eight hundred and ten million. But she's also been around since ninety-eight. You know, nineties. I'm sorry, she's Beyonce has three hundred fifty-five million. That's a but fine. collectively, they're probably billionaires together. I mean. They they are because he's worth eight hundred and ten million. So they're they're worth yeah. over one point two billion. Do they have crazy money? Yeah. It's really funny because Eminem dwarfs their album sales. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They, they, like, they look like they should be like struggling if you compare their numbers. Right. Right. Well, I think it's because he has all that. He owns all that shit. It's like Diddy. Diddy isn't the richest rapper right. because of his music. He's it's the worst he owns, rapper. Like, vodka. Right. He's like the worst right. rapper, but he owns like real estate and vodka companies and all that shit. Yeah, he's got his money like all over the place. Did you hear about that that rapper six nine getting arrested for? Yes, uh, I did. Hearing? I think I think this kid needs to spend some time, um, not in a camp, not in an, in an FCI medium security. He needs to be in a U.S. penitentiary if convicted, with the big boys. And this kid needs to get straightened out. Straightened out. Why? What's wrong with him? He's ugly. He's just a little punk. I mean, this kid's out of control. You know, there's a part of me that feels bad. I don't know anything about his music. I don't know much about the kid. He's only 22 years old. But he grew up in Bushwick, and I guess his father was crossing the street and got gunned down. So he more or less grew up without a father. Ah. Um, <laughs> Hence yeah, all the art thing. all over his body. <laughs> right. He's ugly. Which, Man, was, he looks guess, like a cartoon uh, character. He's hideous. Yeah, so. 
that this kid needs to be cool. He um he he's been arrested for some serious charges that carry a oh. sentence. Uh, even some of the minimum ones are like thirty two years what? minimum, like racketeering and you know. Who's racketeering? So, <laughs> it's, a, it's criminal enterprise where you're part of a. Racketeering is a charge. Just let um, Paul Hamas. Under a RICO statute, you can be charged with uh, you know corrupt businesses, and if you are a member of an organization that engages in such businesses. You could be brought down as guilty by association, so that you know he's affiliated, right? With right. People in the rackets, um, you know, whether they do weapons, oh. arms dealing, or uh, oh. I highly it's doubt he's shit. Right. Yeah, I, I highly good. doubt he's involved in infiltration of the labor unions and that type of racket. Um, but any kind of federal charge with uh, illegal. Businesses. Braggados, Did he have a yeah. feud with the game? Braggados. The rapper of the game? He had a Braggados. feud with 50 Cent. Cent probably <laughs> usually works out. Yeah, he, oh he's a snuggly guy. Kill him. He, uh, he's not a good rapper, and uh, he, he's just... 69 tattooed all over his body. All over the place. Nine, he's everywhere. Got, he's got like tattoos all over his face. But also, uh, he's Puerto Rican, but he uses the N word in like all the songs. I, I don't know how he got away with that. You know, yeah, what I'm you a lot of Puerto Rican. Every Puerto Rican I know uh, that I even went to college with in New York uh, all use that word. So he's actually half Mexican. Yeah. Half One time Rican, I was right? I was outside I of a, gave... a bar with my old roommate Black Mike, and uh, this Puerto Rican dropped the N word on him, and he he wasn't. He wasn't too happy. He wasn't phased. He was like, "Whoa, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute." Well, it's like I guess we gave J Lo that pass when she did that song with Ja Rule, and she she used the N word, and nobody really said anything. And you're like, "Oh, I guess." I, guess she I hear it. I hear it amongst the Latin population all over New York. It comes as absolutely no surprise. Music, yeah, maybe I I could see that, but you know, so did. Um, uh, oh no! Big, yeah, I mean, I'm talking about pun. Music. I've heard him use it all the time. I don't want to get into finance. Yeah, use it all the time. So that it really I don't want to get into finances. Because I mean, the other races use that word. Like, if you're, I don't want to get into in, finance. New York, or if you're a white guy at a Trump rally, like you're going to use the N word. But I'm just talking <laughs> about music. Like it happens. So I don't right, know. yeah, it's 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 almost like Michael oh, Jackson's Trump crotch himself. grab. It almost <laughs> is just something to <laughs> fill the space. <laughs> N word. Right. Crotch grabs. Titus at the underscore podcast. You're live on pre-Thanksgiving's uh, episode of the podcast. So now, uh, have you guys Thanksgiving Eve? Uh, have you guys, you guys ready for your Thanksgiving? What, what, what are the plans tomorrow? Are you guys eating or cooking or getting drunk? What are you doing? Making that bird. You're burning it up? Testing my, my fluke that happened last year where I made this amazing turkey. I'm really, uh, I'm worried oh. that I'm just not going to be able to pull it off again. Oh, wow. Is it a special recipe? It's Gordon oh, Ramsay's wow. recipe. You you actually Ooh. stuff butter in between oh. the skin and the meat. And you let it Ooh, sit there goes the dynamite. Soak it in olive oil. Dang it. I cooked the 20-pound turkey Ooh, last year. Oh, there goes the dynamite. It was, at, it was at the temperature you want it to be in two yeah. and a half hours. Oh now, gosh. usually a 20-pound turkey takes like four to five hours. So I was like freaking out. I let it sit oh for gosh. two hours. Then we ate it, and it was the most juicy, obese Dick bird it. I've ever had. Basting in juices. 
but yeah, I don't that's, like that's my role sauce. tomorrow. You guys, what's your policy? What's your, what's your guys' policy on cranberry sauce? Gross, right? That, yeah, Biscardi no. doesn't like it either. It's gross. It's no I consistency. Think, it's like jello. And I, I love cranberries. If you knew anything about right. food, I love cranberry juice. I know so you much like to mix savory the savory and mix it with this mashed potatoes and the stuffing. I get it, but oh my gosh, it's it's not what the cherry on top for you. Not particularly. What's the cranberry on the bottom. At the shark house. Uh, I don't think. I think we're going uh, to Jen's parents' house. We're going to have a feast. Mm-hmm. It's going to be warm in there, but not too warm. You know, it's actually the coldest Thanksgiving, uh, the second coldest in recorded history in the U.S. Yeah, 29 degrees in Philadelphia. In 129 oh my gosh. coldest Thanksgiving. My mom was like, oh, my gosh, are we going to be okay? I'm like, Mom, it's the coldest Thanksgiving. It's not the coldest <laughs> day ever. It's just the coldest Thanksgiving, which means right. it could be 30. Right, it's forty degrees and breezy, and it's yeah. fucking the maybe end of some the world. maybe some ice Mild. will grow back in the Arctic on Thanksgiving. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, right. And, uh, the pilgrims. Yeah, will... I think I think the wind chill is going to take it down to the twelve. Straight wide in New York. It's breezy up there. New York, New York City is a great place to be on Thanksgiving Eve. Kind of a ghost town. Yeah, I would not want to be though, at that parade tomorrow morning. No, they're saying we have a lot of layers. Yeah. No, it's gonna be cold. The Macy's Day Parade. No, yeah, my do mother marched it twice. Yes, they do. Yeah, I think Kelly Clarkson is gonna oh, be in it, which is enough to make it throw up. Oh, this is Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> oh, uh, did you guys hear Sarah Michelle Gellar apologized for a Thanksgiving lingerie yeah. post? What did what she say? Something yeah, about inspiration right. was it? I don't know. She posted something about. She posted a hot picture. I think she's I love Sarah Michelle Gellar. Oh, yeah. Braggadocious. No, she's hot. Yep. She posted something, and she said, uh, if I'm not uh, mistaken. I'm just going to try to pin these up all over my house as a reminder not, not to overeat on Thursday. And it's a sexy picture of her. Yeah, I get it. But I guess some of the snowflakes got upset. And uh, I, I don't understand what there is to be angry about this particular tweet. But... Um, it's jealousy. That's that's what they're saying. I, I, I would about. think so. Yes. It's, it's not like she, yeah. It looks like she has one arm in the photo. She has like her arm back. It looks like she's like a gimp. It's just yeah. like one of those things. It's like where if you say, "I'm gonna try really hard not to be uh, bad on Thanksgiving," and you weigh ninety-one pounds and have like a, you know a ten-plus face, you know, like. Maybe the yeah. fat, ugly people don't want to hear about you struggling to was. stay attractive. Oh, there goes was. the dynamite! I, I don't think I think it was it was harmless. It yeah. wasn't like she posted it like I'm better than you. Right, it's miserable people that are yeah. upset with that. They're just right. they just troll the internet for something to be mad at. Right, like Bill, like Bill Maher uh, this week yeah, right. was on Larry King, and uh, Bill Maher last Friday said, you know, uh, on his show. Uh, Stanley, everyone's up about Stanley. He's like, that's the reason we have somebody like I Trump in office because yeah, people, right. people are uh, too concerned about comics, and I, I guess everybody got mad. And he said, yeah, but it was beyond with... that. It was like, um, and that's a stupid, and that's that. I mean, just stupid philosophy to think that if people weren't reading comics, oh. Trump would be president. I mean, that's yeah. well, I don't know. If there was I, he's a paraphrasing hit. What was he saying? He said something like that. What I read, he said, uh, "Oh my gosh, uh, these fans 
have um, really got their priority straight. And I'm paraphrasing too. You know, one fan wrote, "I'm so glad I lived in the world of Stanley." And uh, Bill Maher basically rebuked that one with, "Well, me, I'm just glad I lived with oxygen and water, but <laughs> to each his own, or something." Oh shit! But what he was really getting at was kind of a point that I was making uh, last week. First of all, I think everybody's going to remember, even if you were a fan or not, of where you were when Stan Lee died. Like it's, you know, as memorable as the Kennedy assassination. No, you're coming through really into... choppy. Can you hear? Can you hear me? Okay, you're coming through really, say... really choppy. How was it? Going right. in and so out. No, I'm sorry. Maybe we can uh, find a how, how, how copy? My good. It's okay. It's okay. Smoothing out. It's okay. Smoothing. Okay. There you go. Good. Okay. Then. So, I was uh, talking about where were you when Stan Lee died, and I can oh, tell yeah. you, I I was, I was in a winery, and I just walked in, because I was bored, and it was the you know the Veterans Day holiday, so it was Monday, and I had you know just time to kill. I was driving around all over the East End. So well, maybe we could find out to the Long Island wine country. And I literally walked Facials in. Facials upstairs. The first thing when I approached the bar. Facials <laughs> upstairs. For tasting. Did you hear Stan Lee died? And I didn't compute it right away. So I had to uh, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Comic books. And what did he die? Wasn't he really old? And, you know, it was natural causes. But it wasn't like, you know, Something that a, a kind of story where murder was into some kind of foul play. He was a really weird guy. Immediate shock, like the shock that was there. So. There he is. There he is. Thought we lost. Yeah, you. I don't know what happened there. All kinds of Wi-Fi. Make sure issues. we're still recording. Uh, we're still good. Uh, we're still good. Yeah, right. Like I thought, really Stan Lee made. Guy. I mean, to be honest, I thought was dead at times. I, was, uh, I knew how old he was. Yeah. And he probably like, passed away like like three times at least. Yeah, He's like, like, like Gene guy. Wilder. You, you kept thinking he was dead. Right. Right. It's amazing when you see that. Nation you see people, a, you're like, oh, he's still alive, like Bob Barker. And one of the things I would have liked to have seen, I mean, because he did pass away on uh, Veterans Day weekend. Oh. You know, a lot of social oh, media love went out. Yeah, a lot of social media love went out. People didn't realize he actually was um, he was in the Army, and he right. received an award for his artistic talent in the Army that I guess only 10 people have received. Um, nobody really recognized that that weekend. They were just all, you know, posting up pictures of Spider-Man and Deadpool and, you know, X-Men and Hulk and you know that was all nice but it's like you know maybe recognize him for something else too just given the weekend he was actually a pretty decorated vet of World War II oh I wasn't aware of that and yeah I knew he was an older gentleman he was 95 so he was right in that age group but uh, Bill he was, Mar, he was a know, war veteran oh yeah World War II wow yeah wow. what a great man yeah, I mean, like he'll, long, he'll live on forever and a whole bunch of pretend people he just created, which is like, yeah. it's like insane to even think of. Like, he created like a, a pretend universe. It's like Disney. I guess his right. daughter is Disney. taking over. Game of they were collaborating before he died. Oh, really? Yeah. His, it's like, yeah, it's like the closer you come to Disney, you create something and it's just, and now Disney owns that. Yeah. Fun. I didn't know they had to do all that because like the comic book industry was like collapsing in the late 90s so they sold yeah. some to Sony they sold some to Fox and then Disney bought like the rest that's why 
the X-Men and the Avengers are not in the same movies until next year. Right. They're all <laughs> splintered. No, They're splintered. But, um, yeah, so uh, tomorrow's Thanksgiving. and uh, Yeah. It's a safe night to be out driving drunk right now. Busiest travel day of the year. Uh, yeah. I've flown on Thanksgiving before. It's, oh. uh, it, is, it is crazy. Planes, trains? Hey, still a million dollars shy of a million. Uh, I think I've ever flown on Thanksgiving. I'm trying to think. I don't know if I've flown on Thanksgiving Day. I don't think I ever no. have. But this year was recommended because I guess today was just the worst travel day. Today's the worst travel day. Right. Because um, it's not Christmas, which not everybody celebrates. It's, it's pretty much so everybody here celebrates right. this day. Right. And right. a lot of people will travel as big as the they Super Bowl. travel on Christmas. Right. And it's the worst day. To, it's the worst night to go out because every bar is crowded with new 21-year-olds uh, yeah, right. who are home from yeah, their right. junior or senior year in college yeah, right. now. And now they can go out to the bars and drink and they want to meet up with their other college friends who are visiting back home. Yeah. And, they want to get um, some drink on. Uh, yeah, I was out and I listened to some of these knuckleheads yesterday. and I mean, they couldn't sound more retarded. Sorry, that word is not politically correct. Fine. Retatted. Here are the 10 busiest airports in the United States that you should avoid today. O'Hare, number one, I'm sure. Uh, number one is actually Atlanta Airport. Oh, yeah. It's the new hub of madness. Number two. And one of the few airports that has a cigarette lounge. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it the does. glass doors open up. They're like these orange, depressing rooms. They're tinted. The cloud comes out. Yeah, I I think it's only the like only ones I've seen pain. is Atlanta, Heathrow, and London, and Vegas has that smoking thing with slot machines in it. Uh, so Atlanta uh, is number one. Yep, Hartsfield, Jackson, Atlanta International Airport. Number two is uh, Scardi is uh, O'Hare International. Which used to be the busiest. Oh, it's like, wow. it's like a it's like a circus oh, funhouse wow. airport. Yes. I, I feel like I'm yes, always just looking at the same thing I just looked at. Right. <laughs> Number three is LAX here in LA. Oh shit. Uh, four Dallas Fort Worth. Dallas, uh, very busy one. Very busy. Oh, Five yeah. is is JFK New York. Six Denver International Airport. Denver, Denver. Denver's a busy one. It's a busy gym. More and more. And because you have to, like, go to Denver to go to, like, anywhere else cool in Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Right. It could be, like, a two-hour trek. It, it, Phoenix, too, is always one that I always have to stop through. If I'm traveling, it's always, like, Phoenix. Phoenix, yeah. That's actually, yeah, I've never been to Phoenix. Fifty-four million expected to travel. You guys aren't flying tomorrow, oh, right? Oh wow! I'm on the plane right now. I will be. Uh, uh, people I'm going to make an early start. We have an early Thanksgiving oh my gosh. tomorrow at, at thirteen hundred. Um, that's that's the call time. Well, that's mm. good. Mm. I, I kind of like that actually. Yeah, I do too. Give yourself the night. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of yeah. suffering through the digestion process. Get it out of the way. Yeah, I know. Hmm. A tryptophan. Thanksgiving um, should be lunch. I agree. Like a late lunch. Yeah, have yeah. the night to yourself to watch The Godfather, which is always like playing Thanksgiving night or something, you know? Yes, it is. Or Christmas movies. Like, always get, right. give yourself that. Uh, number seven is San Francisco International Airport. 
Number eight is Las Vegas's. Oh. Uh, number nine oh. is Phoenix. And the tenth busiest airport. You guys want to take a guess? Oh, Hammer. Okay. U.S. Airport. U.S. airport. I would say uh, what's a common hub? Then um, I'm going to actually say Philadelphia. Okay. John, any guesses on the tenth busiest airport in the United States? Miami? I don't know, Charlotte. It's Charlotte. I'll bet it's Charlotte. Oh, yeah. Good guess. Charlotte. It's actually George Bush in Houston. Oh, believe fuck. it or not. See, That's I was not thinking... that busy. Eleven, there. but to be fair, number 11 is Charlotte. And number 12 is Miami. I never would have we thought... Know, uh, I, I don't know. I've been out of Bush and Houston. Well, Houston Hobby is the small one. but uh, Oh, yeah. Hobby. Yeah, all right. I guess I've been to both of them in Houston. So, I... Uh, to me, the worst, the big three that are the worst are probably Dallas, O'Hare, oh. and Kennedy, in no particular order. Yeah. And the reason yeah, being O'Hare's is because you always land yeah. somewhere. As soon as you get to the gate and you got to get to your layover, it's not just a hop, skip, and a jump. I mean, it's yeah, a real right. schlep. And oh, you have to yeah. get on the, you have to wait for the damn yeah, right. SkyTran and all that. Or in Atlanta's oh. case, it's always the underground. Right, uh, and O'Hare when you when you taxi, it's like a four mile trip. Right, you're, you're still on the plane for like twenty five minutes. It's just a schlep, but yeah. So it's good that it's not traveling today. It is the busiest travel day of the year, listeners. Um, do you guys want to take a guess what the busiest airport in the world is? I would say London Heathrow. That would be my guess. I would say somewhere in India. The Sixers win one twenty one to one twenty over the Pelicans tonight, just so you know. Sorry. Ooh, the Pelicans. Oh shit. That's a fine. I think they've uh, won like five of six since they signed Jimmy Butler. Traded. Nice. Uh yeah, what what's the busiest? It's actually Atlanta Airport is the busiest <laughs> in the world. I'll be damned. Siam. I you know, there used to be a way to get a free trip to Kuwait. Um, we found out, I remember, uh, Atlanta is basically the, the hub for uh, all service members who are going back on leave at r and And uh, it used to be this way. So you go to Kuwait, and then from Kuwait, when you're going back to the States for R&R during your deployments, you land in Atlanta. The, the airport in the U.S., so they got so busy with all these troops coming in and out that they just gave up looking at people's orders. So they just you could just raise your hand and say, Hey, by the way, I gotta go to Kuwait. All right, here's next and here's the next plane and you could be off in Kuwait. You just go to Kuwait. Kuwait City. It's the nightlife like in Kuwait. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Like I can't even imagine they have a bar. Well, they they're supposed some people you're not supposed to drink anywhere. Um, but their idea of nightlife is going to hang out at coffee shops. I remember seeing that and um but, you know, everybody smokes, so anywhere you can, and they smoke everywhere. So anywhere you can go to smoke, that's what they do. Really? You don't drink. Oh, they're chain Lucas. smokers. God. The Kuwaitis. I was the, walking around a, uh, a shopping mall called the, what was it, the 3-6 Mall in Kuwait City, and everybody was smoking as they're walking and shopping. Inside? Yeah. yeah oh they God. really are, like, like 50 years behind us. What mm-hmm. was the name of the mall called, like? The Silent Woman Ball. I think it was the three six. No rights for women. Eyes only. Eyes only. <laughs> are you guys? When you guys travel, are you uh, you're on vacation? Do you, you spend a lot of money at the airport? 
because you're just bored and you're like, oh, I'm just going to go buy yeah, it. And then I you're like, why did I buy this shit? I did going to... <sighs> where the hell was I going? No, what am I saying? Going to Hawaii. <sighs> you bought a lot of things <sighs> at the airport? Going <sighs> No, I bought one thing and got raped. What did um, you buy? So I was... I was well, you saved money by staying at the base, right? No, this was at the at Kennedy Airport. Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah, oh, nothing oh, to do with the trip. Airport? Yeah. Oh. So I uh, I get to the airport, and uh, I was flying Hava'in. So now that I've been to Hava'i, I'm not going to call it Hawaii anymore, because I never knew it was pronounced Hava'i until I got there and heard it on the radio. Hawaii. Hava'i. It is, yeah. Yeah, they pronounce Hava'i. both eyes. Hava'i. Hava'i. So I get to JFK Airport and there's no lounge for Hawaiian, Hawaiian or whatever, Hawaiian Airlines. Really? So I I had time to kill. I go to the bar and it's early in the morning. I'm you know like you know I don't really want to start drinking, but there was nothing else to do. Um, so yeah. I got a screwdriver <laughs> or something, and I'm thinking it's going to be probably a ten dollar drink or something. It's a screwdriver with smearing off, and it's in a tiny highball glass, you know, as tall as a small coffee cup. And uh, 20 bucks I got charged. Oh, my gosh. $20 for one drink. And I said, you know, of course, when I was asked if Sweet. I would buy another one, I said, are you kidding? For that price, do you seriously? And, and I oh hope you gosh. don't think you're going to take more than a dollar oh based on the percentage oh my gosh. of the cost of this drink. Because oh that's gosh. ridiculous. Oh, my gosh. That is flyway robbery. Blast you. <laughs> Fly, flyway. Oh, that's shit. David's show. Flyway robbery. What the fuck? What is the... Uh, Hostile yeah. takeover. I, I was like, we were at an airport, and there's like regulars at the bar, and like, hey, Jimmy, another one, and it's like, why are you a regular at this, this bar? <laughs> oh yeah, and I, I get that all the time when I'm at uh, the American Airlines Skylands. Because you get the frequent travelers, but yeah, sometimes the bartenders know the the travelers by name and vice versa. Right. Yeah, because they they're they're always on the always in the air. <clears throat> so, the, uh, do you guys have any like bad stories from the night before Thanksgiving? Because I remember like when I got back my first like thanksgiving break freshman year of college it was almost like yeah, someone right. had to say to you to me hey this is like one of the biggest party nights of the year because it's everybody that back in town and right. i had a night where i was up right. till nine in the morning and i missed thanksgiving nine yeah. in the morning thanksgiving morning i was awake wow. until yeah I, I don't have any bad stories like oh i got arrested but i did the same thing i went up to new york with some buddies one year and got drunk and uh, yeah, I'll make Thanksgiving dinner in New Jersey the next day and uh, went home at like 7 a.m. Parents woke up. Hey, we're getting ready to go. I was like, ah, I'll just drive myself later. I need to sleep. Never woke up at like woke up at like four. Yes. Uh, this Thanksgiving, Clark ruined Thanksgiving. It was just oh, like, there I, was the dynamite. I remember driving. Like I woke up. Oh my gosh, it's dark out. What time is oh, it? Gosh. Okay, it's 5:30. My uncle right. lives five minutes away. Maybe, all right, I'll get dressed and I'll drive over there. In the five-minute uh -oh. car ride over there in, you know, Pennsylvania in late November, it was probably sure. like 45 degrees out, sweating. I'm still sweating as, like, I'm out the walking just out the unhealthiness that I put my body through the night before. It was one of those Is bad situations where, like, I was with this chick who's like a friend and we bumped into this other chick and it was 2 a.m. and the bar was closing and we were not ready to stop partying. <laughs> and somebody said, let's get an eight ball. 
And then someone else said, but there's three of us. And I said, then that makes three eight balls. Oh, there goes the dynamite. You guys got wasted? Oh, there goes the dynamite. All we did was stay What, an eight ball of cocaine? Yeah. All we did was stay awake and talk about how the one chick should get into sales. Oh. Oh, the business, the drunk business talk. Yeah. Here's what we got to do. We got to start good at sales. We need to start a licensing company for YouTube and, and movies and this and that. We gotta start business. <laughs> that was the last time yeah. I've ever done that. What? Cocaine. Okay. Last time I've ever touched cocaine was that night. I was like, okay, I can see how this can ruin your whole life. You're right. Yeah. You're, you're, like a, you're like a vampire on a day pass. Yeah. The next day. It's you're addictive stuff when you're doing it. When you wake up the next morning, you're like, yeah. I don't, uh, uh, my nose hurts, my spine is, no. is rigid. Ugh. It's not good. I don't know but not when you're doing it, it's when you're addicted. When you're like, I just need more of this rush. Also, you can't turtle hop like on the staircase. Used to never put it in his you can't turtle hop like on the staircase. Also, you can't turtle hop like on the staircase. But oh, yeah, the, um, the gum. He, he would say, "Yeah, my nose will always bleed every time I toot, so I just put it under my in my gums here." Toot. Like, yeah. toot. And it works. And it works. One time, uh, I'm trying to think. My though, buddy of and anything I, night before. It was like 95 degrees out, and it was so humid that we couldn't we couldn't break it up to snort it. It was like clumping together. It was so oh. humid outside. Oh the gosh. cocaine was turning into like a paste. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was turning into like a leaf. It was like the biggest waste of cocaine ever. How much did you spend on it? I don't know. It wasn't mine. It wasn't mine. <laughs> Stole it. I was like, come on, man. Make it colder. <laughs> make, it, make it chilly in here. Yeah. It's uh that, that, I don't really have too many crazy Thanksgiving, pre-Thanksgiving yeah. stories. I usually would, yeah, you know, get ready for like the next day. Good, ha- it's the best hangover day in the world. Thanksgiving, you just wake up and you have to eat food and like, not do anything, but just yeah. wait around. Know, and watch but as we up. as we like lean into our late thirties, it's like I don't want to be hungover tomorrow. I want to be like excellent. I want to be digested. Right. I want to be regular, yeah. and I want to be I want to be prepared to like you know, to indulge to go. Yeah, I just right. I just want to be, you know, it sounds cheesy. I just want to be with my family. I'm tired of not, I've had quite a few Thanksgivings that never were. Um, sure. Two years ago in Germany, if you recall, uh, I wasn't able to go oh, home. Oh, yeah. It was, I was actually working Thanksgiving. It was a really nice, um, I was on shift. And uh, one of yeah. the guys actually, he and his wife brought yeah, uh, right. some Thanksgiving to us. Yeah, right. And oh, then the nice. year before that was uh, yeah, right. the last Thanksgiving yeah, right. I had with my uncle who passed away the, the following year. And then I remember two. I, I actually missed two Thanksgivings in a row oh. in 11 and 12. Because 2011, I got uh, deployed just before Thanksgiving. So we actually spent, we were mobilized to the training site, and then we had to, so we were in uh, El Paso, Texas, and we're having Thanksgiving at this American Legion, which I was very thankful for the Legionnaires, the Legionaries for uh, providing Thanksgiving for us, but they were also drinking in front of us, they had a bar there, so we had to, and you know, we're eating on paper plates with plastic spoons and forks, and I'm just like, you know what, this may as well be in the chow hall, right? Um, and we're in the middle of the desert. At an American Legion, and then the following year, I said, "You know what? 
I'm going to do something selfless this year. Since the American Legion came out and brought Thanksgiving to us, I thought about the, you know, I had just gotten home a couple of weeks before, and I said, I'll do something to give back. So I helped, I volunteered to serve Thanksgiving for the troops who were getting ready to leave. There were some airmen. Uh, oh, the Air that's Force awesome. Squadron was getting ready to deploy. So I went down to, uh, um, what was it? It was in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, I remember. Um, it was the McGuire Air Force, Fort Dix McGuire um, squadron that was getting ready to deploy. And they sent them down to a, I think it was also an American Legion. And it was in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. And I went down there and I served. Dude, that's pretty amazing. That's, pretty, that's two great years. thing to do. That's what you like to do. Yeah. And then I remember one year as a kid, as a teenager, um, my parents just refused to go to my aunt and uncle's house they just refused to go for whatever reason so we did thanksgiving dining out and it was a horrible experience like the food was late of course and i couldn't blame i don't know they just and it was just a bad experience and i said you know what you brought this on us um i was really pissed off at them about that but you know i guess it was i wasn't uh wasn't able to drive yet i don't think um and nobody was going to come and get me, so that was that was a bad one. So from this point on, I just want to be, you know, home with the family. Tomorrow is going to be hosted by um, by my cousin, who normally hosts Christmas. This is their first Thanksgiving that they'll be hosting. They're not too crazy about having to do it. It was they're doing it over an arrangement because we uh, something happened where in, in the family this year. Um, there was going to be no Thanksgiving if uh, if we couldn't arrange a deal for them to do it. So ah, they, they agreed. Since the first year of doing that. For for yeah, for my for one cousin yeah. and his wife. Yeah. Sweat and is this on the fear. island creeping in. It is my cousin Sweat and her husband and who normally in. host it every other year. That was their arrangement. They do it every other year. Uh, oh. They just recently sold their house and they're moving oh. to another place. And um, their house is not ready. Of course, they just moved into it. They can't host Thanksgiving. <laughs> and so uh, we made a special arrangement. Like, oh, my God, now what are we going to do about Thanksgiving this year? Because, you know, can't. I don't have a house to put everybody up, and I'm still trying to get one. Um, yeah, what do you do? Nobody else is able to. Uh, and some shoe shell size. And no, like my aunt, for example. I don't want to get into finances. In an apartment. I don't want to get into finances. The others who have houses can't really accommodate so many people facials so, upstairs it does get tricky when people move around a lot though right, like so upstairs, right so in september we were sitting in the living room of my um cousin who is hosting it tomorrow we were sitting in the living room i said okay who's doing thanksgiving this year and so an arrangement was made where if uh my aunt agreed i think to pick up uh, her grandson my cousin's kids uh a week from from school for whatever reason that he had to get picked up uh they would do thanksgiving came down to that so a deal was struck but it's actually um it worked out it's they worked out i think they're pulling their hair up they said this is the last thanksgiving we're ever hosting i mean it's pretty tough i gotta give a lot of credit to john especially being new parents and cooking and hosting thanksgiving I, i can only imagine i mean i owe my family once i get a house big enough to uh comedy oh it's all my wife man it's nah. it's all my my wife just doesn't make a big deal out of anything, even if it is a big deal. And I'm like going mad. 
as oh, long as she wow. doesn't go mad, then I really don't oh, go like over yeah, the edge. Out. But I'm constantly on the edge the whole time. Because of all the stress. My wife just the loves the chaos. Like she wants our house to be the house in Shameless. Like she just wants people to be here all the time and it, yeah. it to be crazy and it to just be never like dull. Oh, no way. Well, I love you know, that. She will never go gray. I know. Keeps me like, you know what? I have to like unlearn all these like strict habits I have and it's so freeing. It's such an amazing feeling. Sometimes it takes years to like actually implement, but it, it's it's totally different from what I was like brought up with. As far as like you know, everything has a place. Everything has to right. be structured in order. And she just yeah, a fish. Your hat arrangement is so perfectly <laughs> arranged. <laughs> right, I Jerbit do that so I can sleep at night. Yeah, you need you need certain things to stay in order, you know. But you have to. It's like it's, it's like liberating to let go of some of those things. Like I have OCD, so every like I clean every weekend. Everything has to be like ordered, but then. You know, living with Jen, she's not as clean as I am. So she's like, well, we don't have to clean every day. It's like obsessive. Let's just like the house can be messy. We can do it next week. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that, Dude, that, I guess that, it's not going to kill me. That type of. Yeah, uh, let go. Yeah, that's a no go. Because I'm so out of control. I got to I got to have some sort of governance governance over. You need some control. Things some... over my life. But like, right. s- sometimes you're just kind of like wasting your life doing that stuff. You're just like wasting time. Right, because it doesn't I matter anymore. So it doesn't matter. It's so unimportant. I'm, oh, I am wow. so paranoid right now over the condition of my furniture, which has been sitting in storage now for the past six months. Oh, no. While I'm waiting to close on another house. And, fuck? you know, I go and I visit the, the unit every fuck? now and then because there's things I, I, I need to get. To but fuck? I've had to climb over stuff. I know that fuck? my old desk where I used to do the show. I, I know it's broken in pieces. What uh, the fuck? I, I, I bought from the moving company. I struck a deal with them to keep all of the, you know, blankets that they throw on, the padding, uh, because, you know, that stuff just wouldn't make it uh, to the to the second phase of the move when it goes, uh, when I move the stuff into the house. So I'm just so paranoid about it. Um, almost kicking myself in the ass for selling that last house because I thought buying a new one would be, Easy. It's not. It's it's twice as hard as the last one. Oh really? So, well, how, how much stuff is in there that you're worried about? The, the, the entire house is in that storage unit. Oh my the god! Fuck? What? I got the biggest one they had. There's like oh a pi- there's there's rakes and shovels and uh, and oh, uh, shit like stuff that goes uh, in your garage. Right, garage stuff that goes stuff in storage at your house. Oh my god! Right, really? it's sitting on top of of a dresser. And, uh, you know, somewhere in there is my smart TV and all that shit is piled in the back, all the clothes and crap, because my wife's got a hundred boxes of clothes in there. Oh my um, God. They're all in the front. Uh, so oh yeah, everything in there, the, the entire in house, house is in there. What the fuck? Like there's a lot of stuff in there. And if you listeners want to see fuck? that stuff, come on down to Clark's fire <laughs> sheriff sale tomorrow in Islip, New York. We got the keys to his unit and I paid the guy 20 bucks. Come on down. We got a smart TVs going for a nickel. Storage Wars season ten. <laughs> Storage. My stuff is not nice. Oh, there goes the dynamite. <laughs> we got so, a lot of wait. things happening. Biscardi, you've had yeah, this stuff in storage for six six months. Uh, yeah. The first thing I did was I put. I got a moving company that did their own storage, um, and it was cheap too. They were like a hundred bucks a month. Oh, that's uh, kind of cool. I said, "Oh, you can't do that." 
Good combo. So they would store it for us. The problem is you can't touch it, you know. Um, and I said, well, okay, this is now beginning of the summer. I, I should have a deal closed soon, but I couldn't get it closed. And then that deal fell through. Then I had to get another deal done and another house. And uh, so time just keeps getting eaten up. And these banks, because especially when you're dealing with the veteran loans, they're and You're doing it all by yourself. And some days you're like, I'm, I just don't care. Uh, yeah, you're like right, I yeah. don't care if they don't have everything figured out. Good. What the fuck? I don't want. Yeah. I don't want to talk it's to it. them. I don't care. Uh, I'm yeah. almost like at this point, if the if the deal dies, I'm just going back to renting, and I won't care. I'm at the point of almost not caring, and I should have probably rented instead. This is a pain in the balls. Is everything still in storage? Like even. Uh, I'd be going nuts. Like furniture from like dining rooms and things like that. Dining rooms in there. I've got. Uh, I've got there's a couch, a white couch, thankfully, which isn't you know nicely covered in plastic wrap, which is right in the front. But I'm really annoyed at the desk, which I knew wasn't going to make the move. I may as well have left it at the last house because it really was a piece of junk. Wayfair, by the way, their products suck. I'm happy to plug that. Um, Wayfair? I thought they oh, were like garbage. the shit. Garbage product. Really? Really? Oh, Man. Are they like Ikea where it falls apart in like a year max? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Precisely. Uh, yeah. Ikea it took just me like guaranteed to, to assemble fall that apart. Thing. That's yeah. why I'm so yeah. butthurt. It just that deteriorates. It's like in... an apple after you bite it. Yeah. So pay the money <laughs> and get real wood. That's what I say. It's biodegradable. Yeah. The way fair. Damn. So that's. And then there's, uh, you know, there's mirrors. There's a gentleman's chest, which has been moved in so many different New York City apartments, plus across the country before when I've taken uh, jobs. Um, and that thing's been beaten to hell. Oh, so, uh, I have this, like, miniature mechanic tool chest that weighs, like, 700 pounds that I've been dragging oh. with me from Pennsylvania oh. to every place I've lived in Florida. And I am not a... Uh, I'm not a... Handyman. The oh, is it like red? <laughs> I was yes. waiting to hear that. <laughs> it's like got around some Toyota it. stickers on it. Like you know, my dad probably took it right. from some mechanic and was like, "Here, you'll need I this." Would. No, my wife's Jewish. I, we pay for handyman. <laughs> I always love in any any of my relatives' had any home you've ever any two story home you've ever been to, in the garage there's a wood. You know, wood shop table workbench. and tools, a workbench, and Dang. I've never seen one person ever use that. Like, oh, hey, I, I gotta go out to the bench house. fix this. I it's had like... a work table, and I probably could have taken it. Um, you know, it was movable. If I told the movers to take it, I could have. But I said, you know what? It wouldn't be right to do that because this one was actually um, in the last house I had. Right. Not built in, but it was part of the house. On like an emotional level, uh, the guy who owned it first, I was like the fourth owner of, of that house. The guy who owned it first built it himself, and uh, everybody kind of had some kind of like drawings. And then the last family that uh, that lived in it, they put like the kids' names and stuff on it. And so I told my wife, let's sign it. Before they you butchered know, them? The, the Biscardis were here from this, you know, we were only oh, there for like nice. a year and a half, but... Um, so I said, you know what? Let's leave it behind. It's got an emotional connection to the so house. But I loved having it. I was like, cool, I got a workbench. And I really wanted, like John is, I wanted a snap-on tool set for that garage. I really wanted to build up that garage, even though I'm kind of a knucklehead when it comes to being handy. 
Yeah, uh, but it's like I a fun thing to do. You yeah, get away from the is wife. Is Scardi the most handy of the three of us? Yeah. Scardi's the most handy. Okay. I learned a little bit when I was living in I I can't breathe Arkansas because I, I bought that beat-ass truck and my buddy Larry and I were restoring it because it needed so much work and I was learning so much about mechanics. But, I mean, I need supervision. I, as much as I love cars, I, I'm not a mechanic. Hmm. Yeah, but you just, like, love it so much you probably just would figure it out. Dude, I could the, uh, the pies that your mom made, Clark, look absolutely amazing <laughs> by the way they're posted on facebook right now and, and i just had to I say they that. look amazing your, your mother oh, yeah, must a, have been beside herself during that whole fire i, I, I couldn't help but notice the prayers raising the prayers for oh yeah scared man. Jen. i'm really like bad. debbie if you are still worried about your son at this stage like obviously he he's fine i know I'm you've been worried up. since he was 11 he checked in he will figure out his way I didn't realize I checked it safe, too. I'll tell you the truth. This is kind of low class. The iceberg but, uh, lettuce? All these. <laughs> the romaine. Yeah. The romaine you lettuce. Know? What's the romaine lettuce? Uh, dude, yeah, it, it, apparently it was like, oh, throw right. out all the romaine lettuce you have right now or you will die. Oh, so people were checking in. I didn't buy now. romaine lettuce this week. Oh, okay. I thought that was Same. funny as hell. As a joke. I saw. It was like a, it was like a, a, a goof. I saw on my Facebook feed, everyone marked themselves safe from the fire. I, I would never do that on Facebook because if I'm not, if I'm safe, I'm well, your mother's sake, you. probably a good I idea. I want people to worry. Right. So I, 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 I tried to do when Matthew. When do people worry about mark, me? Never. Matthew is marked safe from having his 12th beer tonight. And <laughs> when I clicked on that, you can't edit that post, it just posts for you. <laughs> Because it's a third-party app in Facebook. It's not part of Facebook. You can't edit uh, what it says. Zuckerberg, what an idiot. So, so then I, I just I just backed up in my browser, and that was it. But I guess it posted uh, for me. So I noticed all these people, like, glad you're safe, and these messages. And I'm like, yeah, they, I never knew you cared. And apparently I did that, but I was trying to make, like, a low-brow joke about the whole thing. And it, it backfired. And, like, Matthew's mm -hmm. safe. And I was trying to put, like, Matthew is safe from the screaming kid next oh, door. Oh, God, I can imagine. I, I couldn't do it. The was safe. Matthew was safe from the traffic on the ride home. Well, I mean, to be fair, the 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 fire was going to be here back in what is it? It started early November, I'll say. It was going to actually start in September, but the traffic on the one on one was so bad. The fire was in traffic for like two months. It was crazy, and it had to pay like insurance fees and taxes because it's broke. Like it's just it was bad, really bad. But I'll tell you what about the fire. Um, the do you, like, the see damage. the smoke all day? Oh, it was, like, eight miles from here, the Woolsey Fire. The smoke was... You couldn't go outside. Just ash everywhere. I think I read somewhere that How smoke traveled happening? all the way to the East Coast, and that wasn't fog. That was smoke. I'm like, yeah, fake news. I saw that. Uh, there was yeah, a drawing of a map. I was like, what sort of smoke is making yeah. a 3,000-mile yeah, hike? Not, <laughs> it's right. not a smoke monster. <laughs> Yeah, right. It's not a right. it's not a being. Exactly. It's not a living thing. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy. gas. But, but uh, uh, I, I'll tell you, I really, I I was uh, really taken aback and and yeah. uh, actually yeah. that's not the way. Right? I was really blown away by yeah. Gerard Butler's live Instagram after he sees his entire house destroyed. Oh, yeah. I got a little broken up over seeing the burned Bronco. Uh, he says, thank the LAPD, if you can, if, you, if you're able to, 
support them here. And, you know, that's such a oh, selfless yeah. thing to do in the heat of... Um, I know. No intended yeah. in the heat of a his, really. His stood match. out. Yeah, his story stood out really. Here's a guy that just lost everything, and his home is uh, the shell. It's the free. He had just burned. And away. He's, he was saying, "Please help the you know L A L A F D and all that." It was really yeah. a selfless guy. Yeah, right. Which because there's some firefighters that are helping as their homes are burning down. And they've some have already, yeah, exactly. Like especially in Northern California, I mean that whole town was pretty much decimated. That's what Joe Rogan yeah. was saying. He was like, Northern California is so much worse than Southern, or maybe you oh, were yeah. saying that, Clark. It's like just because celebrities' houses are, getting, are burning down, that's why it's getting all the attention. But like in Northern yes. California, it's so much worse. Yeah, well, Northern California is the worst it's fire like, in like state McMenamin. history. The camp, it's called the Camp Fire. It's kind of a play on words. I thought it was it, it was caused by a campfire. Well, it, it's called it's now called the campfire, the one in paradise and all that. And pleasure, and pleasure. You know, <laughs> I asked. Okay. They, they stopped Not today. The two people died in Southern California, and that's bad. But the reason it made more news is because it was like celebrities' homes. But it, it, I mean, it's been over sixty people were killed in this fire. Many of them were just burned in their cars trying to leave because they couldn't get out. Uh, the town is pretty much gone. They don't even know if they're going to rebuild it because there's just the infrastructure is wiped out. So it is it is the worst fire in like American history um, as far as acreage and and we got to rake the floors. Burn. It's not the like deadliest fire because those are limited to building fires. You know, we're like three hundred right, people died. But for for acreage and everything, it's uh, the worst. I mean, it's just it's like four hundred thousand acres or something crazy like that. But uh, it's I, hot. It's no I had to ask, um, you know, after I speak your post, you know, I couldn't help but notice uh, the rant your wife gave. Oh, hey, uh, we, you know, these fires, we need to impeach the president now. Um, but I had to ask a firefighter. I said, hey, look, you know, he claims that it's the um, firefighters bad forestry. So I said, is that true? I wanted to get a firefighter, not a politician. <laughs> And he said yes and no. I said, okay, well, let's start with the, the yes part. So I guess firefighters, what they used to do during droughts was actually burn small contained fires intentionally. So they would find a spot, light a fire, put it out, oh and I gosh. guess that would prevent future fires. And I'm not true. a scientist, so I don't, I don't, but um, that's, that's what they would do until townships and, and residents – started speaking up against that and then politicians kind of put the kibosh on that so firefighters couldn't do it anymore and that's what he said to me so it was, um, that I'm, firefighter it, was Smokey the Bear and he said only you <laughs> can prevent tick fires <laughs> no we're doing it here yeah, I think true, I though. have I, heard I that though that. they do start they do yeah. they start controlled fires yeah to and like then... smolder that so it doesn't get as flammable Oh, right. right. So there's they, nothing to burn. It's already burned. Right. right. Like ditches. Sense. They'll build ditches. You know, Stitches. so once it reaches a certain spot, there's like nothing there to catch on fire. Or like controlled oh, areas. Do they know how it started? Uh, I'm not sure. No, they don't know. They probably will never know. I heard it was a campfire. Could maybe that's maybe it's maybe I was mishearing 
and they were just calling it the campfire. Most of them are campfires. Well, I because mean, what else would they be? Cigarettes in a windy day. Bur- burning embers. I do feel like the um, the the, the people Scardy's giving too, me the steel sign. Uh, I want to jump into the news with this, but I do want to open with the uh, the reason this happens. Um, a lot of ways is because the winds. Uh, California is so dry, and this time of year we have these things called the Santa Ana winds. Oh yeah, that are just like horrible monsoon season causing winds. So it's like a perfect storm of there's a fire, it's dry, it's gonna, and now all of a sudden these winds are like feeding it. So it's it's yeah. it gets out of control literally in like minutes. It could be huge. Yeah, I, I I heard that, and I swear I thought it was like. I was like, well, okay, I think they're referencing, like, the worst time yeah. before this one. It's like, oh, no, no, wait, no, this is now. Right. Yeah. Right. It's terrible. Uh, and it's going to happen again. Floyd Bay weather. You know, um, I didn't even realize they were happening when I was in California in July. People I, were asking me where I was, and I told them I was, I was in California for the month. And everybody thought I was putting the fires out. And I'm like, the only thing that was on fire was my skin. It was hot. The only thing on my uh, fire no was hot dick from the VD. I mean, my, I mean your skin. The heat. Burning. Uh, let's get into the news. Uh, okay. California, that's pretty much the news for us because yes. we're still smoldering out here. So let's take it to the East Coast now and news with this. Speaking of fires. So in uh, the town of the boss, Bruce Springsteen, this is one bizarre story. Down in Jersey, Jersey, in Coltsnack. The dirty. So I guess this uh, family here, they were with the family. The, at Wednesday at a press conference, Monmouth County Prosecutor Christopher Gramachoni identified the victims whose bodies were found at the estate on Tuesday. Very rich town, by the way. I'm sure we've all been to Coltsnack. Uh, yes. Keith Canero was 50. His wife, Jennifer Canero. 45, and their son Jesse and daughter, sadly, uh, 8 and 11. So the guy was shot to death, found in, uh, uh, found outside the $1.5 million home. Uh, his 51-year-old brother is the suspect. So he murdered them, and, uh, and so he's going to be charged with murder and arson. Killed him, and then burned the house down, is what it looks like. He was arrested on an aggravated arson charge Wednesday morning. Authorities allege he set his home, his own home ablaze Tuesday morning in a neighboring town. So this is a very bizarre story. Before he, he set his own mansion on fire. I mean, this guy... Oh, wow. Oh, the, the, yeah, I, I don't know where to go with this one. That is just... That's out there. Coltsneck? That is Colts insane. Neck. That is so crazy. The government. Wait. Uh, so... Coltsneck? What did you just say? Colts neck. Colts neck, yeah, that's where it's like uh, where it that's, is. That's yeah, that's where Bruce Springsteen has his house, where he lives. Oh, does so he it's a very ritzy it? area in Monmouth bon County. Jovi has a house there oh, in like, oh, okay. Bruce yeah, Smith he's has. he's down in a uh, Middletown. Wait, what is it? What neck? But uh, Dick's neck. Colts neck. Asshole. Along the just like north of uh, it's in the Red Bank area. Doesn't Bon Jovi have a home there? I mean, I have several homes. Middletown. There. Lots of property. I owe lots of I think property. W- you have the one with the two solariums. Yes. It has a, 
Snoopy and Snoopy. I love Solarium. <laughs> I'm sorry, Pete. it's a fine. I didn't mean to interrupt news with this. NWB. So that is, uh, that's what's happening in Jersey right now. Now, uh, let's get to, well, let's cover Florida here. There's not a whole lot going on. However, if you're looking for a job and want to work for newly elected Governor-elect Ron DeSantis... I would, I would fly online. Oh, you know what? I didn't vote for him, but I did vote for Rick Scott. Yeah, I, uh, I, uh, I voted I for Rick Scott won. because the guy he was running against looked like a mannequin. <laughs> Who was it? Ben Carson? Yeah. I'm like, he doesn't know oh, kill what him. the yeah, fuck right. is going on. Rick Scott was yeah. like in the middle of that whole Parkland nonsense, and he, yeah. he moved laws quick and, and whatever. Like... I, that right. other guy just looked like a statue. <laughs> it looked like a shit. Gillum. I, I don't know much about the guy, but uh, Ron DeSantis, pretty smart guy. Here's what's a little weird about the situation. He looks As a, a former congressman, Spanish you know, you can be. <laughs> <laughs> or Italian or whatever. DeSantis. What is that, Biscardi? DeSantis. Is that Italian? Yeah, it's like oh, one of those okay. ancient Roman names because right, it ends yeah. in an S. Oh, is that the is that the uh, genesis of those? Yeah, Um, he is. I I don't know what they're going to do with his military career. He's a reservist, which you can be in Congress. I don't see how you could be a Navy reservist though, as a governor. I know you definitely couldn't be in the National Guard because you can't cut your own orders for yourself. You can't. You can't work for yourself. Right. Um, I would like to be a helicopter pilot for the National Guard. Ah, I uh, that is big they... news. By the way, I may be making an announcement next week. I'm not going to say anything else on that. Are you going to be a as it do with piloting? Yeah, well, we're not going to spoil it just yet. But uh, yeah, so that's Ron DeSantis. I don't know what's going to. Is he still going to be? He's like a lieutenant commander in the JAG Corps for the Navy. We'll see what happens with that. Oh, uh, JAG. And then taking it to local here in New York, kind of some uh, upsetting news in the case of Karina Vitrano. Uh, if you remember, oh. we did yep. uh, a really nice show. We nope. raised a little money back when her father, Phil Vitrano, was doing his charity. Oh, yeah, Go I Fund actually do remember. Oh, August 2016, we did that show. Yeah. What was her la- what was the last name again? Vitrano. With a V? And With a V. Okay. And... Um, Declared a mistrial. So this poor family on Thanksgiving what? didn't get their justice, most likely because this judge that they got in place, which a lot of critics are saying uh, was this judge should resign. He's a product of the crooked uh, Joe Crowley, who's about to get bumped and in that's January. Karina by, uh, with a so K. Karina with She is hot so wait, as hell. Beautiful Sheesh. girl died. Oh my not to interrupt gracious. you, because that, that's not a. Fight. I wasn't on that show. Why, that's why. I'm, why? I'm like, why was it? A, oh, you weren't. Yeah, I was oh, like out of town. Oh, that was a minute. Why was um? It was a mistrial. So they declared a mistrial. Now, uh, I'll see if I can find it. But you know, there's concrete evidence against this guy. He's guilty as hell. This kid. Uh, we don't know who the jurors were. I'm sure there's going to be something racial about it, but I don't want to. You know, I might be putting my foot in my mouth when the, the details finally come out surrounding the details of, of the jurors. But uh, it came down to a not guilty and a guilty vote. I think it was like five voted not guilty, six or uh, seven voted guilty, I guess, something like that. I got a clip and, here from, the, uh, from the verdict if you want to hear it. Yeah, play the clip. 
When you're ready. Killed while jogging gets much needed, comforting and consoling, leaving the courtroom in disbelief. Breaking news tonight, a mistrial has been declared in the trial of the man charged with killing Queens jogger Karina Vetrano. A mistrial was declared after the jury came back hung in the trial of 22-year-old Channel Lewis. Deliberations lasted 13 hours total. Lewis is accused of attacking and killing Karina Vetrano okay. while she was out jogging. So let's, let's touch on that. So 13 hours of deliberation and they can't come to a consensus... So they don't get a unanimous vote in 13 hours. Judge says, okay, well, mistrial, we'll get him later. Which is, you know, sparking the speculation this guy just didn't want to be stuck uh, on call through the four-day weekend and through the holiday. And he probably didn't want to see the jurors do that either. So he figured, all right, I don't want to keep these guys sequestered through Thanksgiving. Instead of sending them back to try and resolve their issues, I'm just going to declare it a mistrial. So a lot of people are really pissed off about that. Um, and but, rightfully so. Wouldn't you be bad? Isn't that the worst when you like l- just look at their parents? It's like we're arguing over like, oh, right. it's like we're, we're like arguing over the details of the timeline of this suspect. Meanwhile, these parents are like, my daughter's dead. Brutally. Like, right. Fuck. Like, right. Uh, uh, God. It's Brutal. not like it's a... It's not like the guy that killed her allegedly is like a humanitarian or a celebrity of something. Like he, he's probably guilty. Like there, there's well, a reason they, that the cops brought him in. You know. Right. Well, first of all, he confessed. Now that's something that might have had something to do with it. The confession, which was finally put out uh, to the public, you can find it on YouTube. Maybe I can dig it up here. But uh, if you look at the very end of the confession, the very end of it. So he goes on in about a I don't know. 20, 20 minutes to a half an hour or something. They got him in the interrogation room. He gives himself up. You can tell he's kind of a knucklehead. Kid's a little dumb. Uh, but he looks like a wuss. He looks like the kind of guy that anybody can beat up. And I think that's why his father is alleging that uh, like he was set up, the cop, because his, his father said nobody, my son got bullied. He's a wuss. He, he's not capable of killing anybody. But he goes into detail about how he killed this girl. And how we strangled her, punched her. But if you listen to the very end of the clip, um, yeah, if if you go to it, he he starts asking. Okay, he starts asking about, uh, by the way, um, I have a question. What what about that thing? uh, He starts fumbling fumbling his words, and he he doesn't know what it's called. I think what he was getting at was restitution. So clearly before they, oh. they start rolling the tape, it looks like they made some kind of an offer to him. And when he brought it up on tape, they went, uh, wait, what? Huh? What are you talking about? No, I think we're done here. And they cut it off. So anyway, we'll play the Oh, there you go. You want to hear that last clip? Part. Yeah. Did you say anything to her while it's happening? And this, you were angry because of what happened in your neighborhood? Yes. Were you angry about what happened in Howard Beach? No. Did you have any friends or people you knew who lived in the neighborhood by Howard Beach? No. I think this guy had any friends in Howard Beach. Right. But at the very end, 
Right. They ask him okay. if he has so, any questions. I'm talking about. I'm oh, sorry. I'm talking about his son. Uh, right here. What's he talking about? Um, with him. Rest of what? What? Oh, again? You said it. I said, did you have any friends in the area? You said no. Right? <laughs> Something you said. That was the end of that clip. I so that was basically what drove right. So the, what, what, what no. are you talking about? Uh, we asked if you had any friends. It, it, obviously, you know, they knew no. what he was getting at. And I, no. No. That was a major... Uh, a major selling point for the defense, I think, that they said, oh, this is how we can maybe prove coercion. They didn't beat, there was no good cop, bad cop. They didn't beat the kid with a phone book or anything. But it looks like they have something to hide because you, you can tell that that was it. It ends right there. They cut the thing off. Now, restitution, I don't really get uh, how that would benefit him. Restitution, as I understand it, is usually when you pay the victim's family. For the damage he caused, like the civil suit, much like you know the way right. the Jews paid right. the Goldman family, or, but or uh, maybe there was some kind of restitution in which um, they would offer his family some of the money or something like that. If if you know, which is what Phil Vitrano yeah. was doing when we were raised, when we did our show to try to help raise money, uh, he wanted to get the guy to to turn himself in. And he offered two hundred thousand dollars to to his family if he turned himself in, uh, which he never did. But it looks like maybe they made some kind of an offer to motivate him to confess. But the confession is not coerced in any sense of violence, or um, or uh, like threats or anything. I mean, right. He he gives up all the information. It floats for thirty minutes. He goes into detail, and they're asking very politely. Could you tell us what happened then and then and then? Uh, yeah. So, yeah, now it obviously looks like we got a judge who just didn't want to spend. Yeah, yeah he wanted to go home. Week. <clears throat> How do you become a judge? Well, you get uh, elected. Um, like you literally have to like run for judge. Like yes. you run for mayor. Yes. Yeah. But like what, what do you have to have like experience in law? Obviously, like as a lawyer. Well, yeah, they're all lawyers first. Okay, right? okay, all right. Yeah. Wow, yeah, you yeah. run for judge. Okay. You, usually you they're like... prosecutors or um, sheriffs. At least in LA yeah. County, all the judges are like former sheriffs. Because like it is the highest achievement in in this system. In this Tell country. it to the like, judge. You're the person that's called your yeah. honor. Like you're right. the closest thing to a king. Because you have like a name that is almost like your highness right. or your if, grace. If we've, if we've learned anything right. from Dick Tracy's D.A. Fletcher, it's that you need to have lubed up connections with the underworld. My dad and I were talking about Dick well, Tracy I'm last not, night. I'm not out. Oh, my dad's um, apples, Apple gave him a, a watch, like an Apple watch to, oh, yeah. like, to like do experiments it's like free and they, he like gives them reports and they like, you know, whatever. Right. And he goes, you know, back in the sixties, this was, uh, everybody knew this was coming because of Dick Tracy. I was like, hey, we talk about it on the podcast all the time. Like <laughs> yeah. amazingly, like Apple was the first one to catch up to Dick Tracy comic books. I, that's all. I, I got an Apple watch for my birthday. I wore it once. And the only time I did, it was Dick Tracy. People playing. were trying to tell me it, it counts my steps. 
It tells me it how many much. times I don't breathe during the night. I'm like, first of all, I don't wear a watch. So I'll just never buy don't it. Have... Don't try to sell me on it. I'm never going to wear it. I never wore it. I hate so watches. Me too. There's enough things telling me what time it is. <laughs> What's the matter? Not like paying the, enough money? The ball of Don't fire tell me in the about sky. my boys messing up the Tracy rub out. They flucked. Now they're just fluckies like you. I don't Christ. care if Tracy Woods put one and one together. You're still working for me. What are You're I? not out. You're not out. Foot soldier. When you were dead, then, then you were out. out. You are mine. I, I own, own you. you. Oh my gosh, it's the guy from... Hey, by the way, speaking of D.A. Fletcher, I just read something very interesting about Mr. Dick Van Dyke. I was going to say, was that Dick Van Dyke? Yes. Yeah, Do you paid know he... four grand, apparently, just to get that, not that part as D.A. Fletcher. Uh, he paid four grand to get the part of the banker, Mrs. Poppins. Yeah. Mary Poppins. He, I didn't even know he played two characters. I was going to do that, actually, oh. in news, as part of the news in Hollywood, to try to make it. Were, we're, were you really? California news. He jacked off yeah, this? so that would probably could, yeah. Feet. On a lighter, a humorous note, that would have concluded news with this. Yeah, <laughs> I just read that today. <laughs> yeah, I just read that this morning when I was on the John. Yeah. What happened, though? He paid Disney? That's probably why he had to pay which four grand back in 1963 or whatever. Uh, I, oh. I think that Warner Brothers is probably, not Warner Brothers. Who the hell made Man? Mary Disney. 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 Yeah, I'm sorry. Disney is probably looking back. Oh my God. Give us another Hollywood a... Hollywood light news. Thing you look like Mary Poppins. Is he cool? Hell yeah, no, he's cool. About, we talked about Sarah Michelle Geller. We talked about mm-hmm. Dick Van Dyke and the sad news, of course, in the music industry. Was Dick Van Dyke uh, in Edward Scissorhands? I believe so. No, that was uh, Diane Weiss and whoever played. Um, who who was the man? Who Vincent was the guy who Price. made him? Oh, Price. One of those weird was... names. Wait, who died in the music industry? No, nobody died. Uh, yeah, well, we talked about LFO. Oh, well, LFO. Hollywood. He died. In oh, I, I didn't consider him a musician, so I. Whatever <laughs> who? <he had. laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, who? What else is going on in Hollywood? I don't. Quite no. I mean, you I'm know, sure there's more custody battles going on between the pits. Uh, there's a new Lewis and Clark TV miniseries coming out. Uh, oh, starring Tom this... Hanks. Oh? Yeah. Oh, Tom yeah, Hanks will right. be on television. Oh, wow. Lewis and Clark. What did they do? They they, they were expeditionary. They, they they, yeah, uh, didn't they go around the world or... Yeah, they. So I, if you look on uh, my Instagram, if you want to follow me, I have some photos of the Lewis and Clark expedition Ooh. in um, Missouri when I was in Kansas, Kansas City when I was there. Uh, they basically went all over this pioneer trail and through the Midwest uh, during the Jefferson administration. The Louisiana Purchase and the uh, Lewis and Clark expedition. Oh. And so. Uh, oh. Yeah, I took some good pictures of some of their spots along the trails. That's pretty cool, actually. I I wish I knew more about them. That's one piece of history I kind of always forgotten about, and I should look into more because the guy's name is Clark. You figured I'd have yeah. more of a vested interest. Insane Lewis and Clark, Merriweather Clark, Lois and Clark. You just like you was just that that was just like an accident, or was it? 
Because so many superheroes' alter egos are like an alliterated name. Clark Kent, Peter Parker, Stephen Strange. Uh, there's Pepper Potts. There's like a million. Uh, so was that just a coincidence? Hmm. Hmm. Wendy Peppercord. Hollywood news. Okay, here's a Hey, when are we getting yeah, yeah? Next week. Yeah, when are we getting yeah, yeah? Yeah, 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 right? Is it jail? Spoke to him yesterday. Tell him if we have room. I'll say we can squeeze you in. We can cancel you in. We have smalls. uh, I want to make it known right now. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, I will pay her first month's rent myself on her apartment if she gets on this show. Who? What? Alexandria. Who's first rent? Alexandria Castro Cortez. I will pay her first she's, month's rent she is if nice. she gets on the show. You posted about she's, that. Who is this beautiful. woman? I, I don't know who she is. She's kind of like all over the news. Been so for like the, since she won. The, she she. No, yeah, no, I've seen her the there. I just don't read it. Famous Congress person, uh, Congresswoman, to be politically oh, correct. You know, most people don't really know who anybody in Congress is except your local congressman. So you know she. Skyrocketed to fame, obviously, because she's the young, but uh, she's just she's not... New York. Yeah, she's Bronx and Queens. Part of the blue and wave. Just yes, part of the blue, definitely. But definitely, um, she's going to have a work cut out for. Her. I don't think she's going to last long. I think she's going to. Um, I think she's going to fail when people realize that she can't keep the promises. That she's promising, because again, yeah, the the Democrats took the House, but they still have, they don't have the Senate, and they didn't really blow away all the Republicans out of that. It took a small majority, but all the stuff that she's trying to promise these people with all the free stuff and the free education, she's not going to deliver on it because she's not that heavy, she's not that high up, but she's not a Your Honor uh, in the in the world. She's not a she's just a small congressional district in the United States. So she can't right. make college the, free for everybody. Yeah. She's in the 14th district in New York, I believe. Yeah. So, uh, you know, she's promising free. She says housing is a right, which it is not. She what does she think is a right? Housing. Everybody should be housed. It's a right. She wants to destroy the military, bring the military down. We don't need it really unless we get attacked. Uh, so we got to put that money towards something else. Right. Why do um, we spend this all this money on military? We have a bomb that could wipe off half the continent. <laughs> yeah, put it into bio, biological warfare. Fuck. Why don't you do well, that? I, I don't think like, like, like something we could put in our milk and would kill them all in a day. I, I, I well, it's about more than that. I think we should use, my personal opinion is the military should be used more for domestic things like it used to. For example, you say the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers used to actually build bridges and roads here in the United States. They're right. doing that now. Now Catalina. they're just used. So now what do we use them for? We just we send out the Corps of Engineers to go blow up roads in the combat zone. But Unless think about what we could Catalina, build Unless you're in Catalina, California. They just sent the Marines in to rebuild the airport there. And they actually landed in uh, helicopters, set up tents, and they're rebuilding the airport in a Marine exercise here in Catalina Island. Which is pretty cool. I like to see that's putting. And of course, the borders now they're going in. uh, Well, this is news. So, Mad Dog Mattis says that 
The troops are not going to have any arms. They're going to go unarmed down there. I think they're going to have less. They're going to go with their fists. And they're uh, missing Thanksgiving Day (laughs) with their family. Like the fight in Irish. (laughs) Yeah, right. They're going to put their dukes up. They will not be going. (laughs) Come on. Tell them the caravan. Bring them up. (laughs) Like the cowardly lion. (laughs) Yeah, right. Put them up. Put them up. (laughs) <laughs> what a great so, character yeah so anyway the uh the things that we could use a military for beyond just you know killing people but oh uh, no yeah they yeah, do anyway. great work one thing i am in favor of that she talks about is she is against privatized prisons i'm against privatized prisons i don't think it makes sense to invest in something that's like encouraging crime um, yeah, right. If right. you get caught doing get this, rewarded. come join us here in your balcony <laughs> suite. We need workers. I remember when I worked in West Hollywood with the uh, City Hall. I, the, West Hollywood, by the way, is one of the most progressive cities as far as social services. You know, they give a lot of money to people with AIDS and handicapped. And I remember I was at a meeting. I said, you know what we could do? We could cut these services. Let's think about all the money we'd save. We could start beefing up salaries and things like that in the office. And people were like, huh. No, really. And like the mayor and everything, they weren't laughing. They were kind of agreeing. They're like, hey, he's kind of got oh, a point. Okay, I'm like, no. yeah, I was like, no, no, I'm joking. I don't want to cut like AIDS money. But I was like, yeah, we can cut all these services. And we can start beefing up salaries. Let's get paid more. Let's They're like, yeah. And you know what? Like, like traffic lights. I mean, wouldn't it just weed out the shitty drivers if we just remove yes. them? Yes. 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 What is it? I, I oh, agree God, yeah. and disagree with, with what she says about housing. I I don't think housing is a right by any means. It's not a right. But I do it's, think affordable housing is a right. Is a right. I, I well, think it's, it's too not, expensive. It, oxygen is yeah, a right. Yeah, but that, again, it doesn't come by down luck. to rights. It just comes down to sense. I, I think, you know, New York rents are overpriced. But what are you going to do? Tell land, You're going to dictate to landlords how much they can charge? No. Uh, I, I want something done because the rents and the prices in New York are outrageous. Uh, I don't oh know if she's going to get anything. Most you shouldn't dictate place it. on the planet. Well, Los Angeles, for what yeah. Jen and I rent. sunny. For what we rent here, though, is a, is a mortgage, <laughs> is less is more than a mortgage on a nice home in, like, But at Arizona. least the weather's nice. In New York, right. you pay what you pay for that for a shoebox. Yes, which right. I, I paid uh, in many apartments, and I get it. It's ridiculous. I um, I, I, you can't dictate to landlords how to charge people what you can do is cap Everybody it though every uh, cap the increase they can do which they do five. they have rent stabilization and it's you know it's really right. not that st- i don't think that a three thousand dollar one bedroom to me is stabilized so i so, get it you um, know what like oh, heather had i don't know 13 bridesmaids half of them now have moved from florida to new york because you want to know why because they, they do that left hand in new york hip. They just want to live there. Yeah. They don't want to do this anymore. We get all these <laughs> Have you per- have you perfected the South Florida girl hand on the hip pose? No, I haven't. Every I chick failed. does that in Florida, though, right? They put yeah. the hand on the hip. It makes there's the like a drink in one bigger. hand, and then the other one's on the yeah. <laughs> yeah the other one does it. I'm like, yo, you don't need to do it. You have nice <laughs> boobs. You don't have to do that fake pose. Have to do that, yes. <laughs> fake nice boobs. Fake makes them look bigger <laughs> than they really are. It shows that the you point have to draw, draw attention to my hips. Is that the point of it, though, that girls do that to make uh, boobs look big? I mean, tell me another reason they do it. 
Oh no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to believe whatever some you followers. say. It's my, it's my Italian uh, models hypothesis. doing the same thing on my Instagram. So keep them coming, all these Italian models. They like to do that with their hand on the hip. Yeah, I know. I love it. They I don't know great. why they're following me, but great. It's, um, and I think, uh, you know, again, getting back to looks, getting real. back to women, and we'll close out with Congressman-elect Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Uh, I think that she deserves credit because the girl pounded the pavement. This guy, Pappas, that she was running against didn't do diddly shit, so he was destined to lose. I don't think he ran a campaign. Uh, and this guy, Joe yeah. Crowley, who everybody was sick of, uh, they said it's, it's time to go. This guy's a corrupt scumbag, and this girl was right place, right time. And she had the right look. You know, if, if you're an 18-year-old living oh, yeah. in the Bronx, living in the projects, and this girl knocks on your door She could wearing be a, anything. Right. And Any she's minority. Wearing, she's right. wearing heels and a skirt, and she's got a lipstick on, and she's smiling at you saying, vote for me. And you don't know anything about politics. Nobody really care. But this girl saying vote for me, you're probably going to be like, yeah, sure. How? How? When? Where do I go? What do I have to do? Very you got my vote. Very true. Okay. I mean, I would do whatever she told me to do as long as it, it didn't as long as it didn't include putting a gun in my mouth and pulling the trigger. <laughs> or touching another man's wiener. I mean, she's yeah. a cute chick. If she was there. Yeah. I mean. Had a couple of drinks. I'm not the only guy that's been drunk backstage at the ballet. Are you kidding me? What? <laughs> but what is she? Oh, Cort- okay. She's, she's Mexican. No, she's Puerto Rican American. She's a New Yorican. She's South uh, She's not as from the Bronx as she claims. She ain't Jenny from she the Bronx. Born in the Bronx, and then she moved to Westchester and lived in a big, expensive house. But then she had a tragedy. Her father passed yeah. away. And she had to start bartending and uh, while still going to school, I guess, trying to help her mother pay the bills, which is admirable. But to me, that's the same. That's the that's the reason why you would not be a liberal who thinks that, you know, housing is a right. If you had yourself to work, you didn't ask the government for anything and you had to work your ass off to pay to help your family pay the mortgage, pay the bills. Right. To me, that just it's it stands to it's reason like to go the other way. But I don't know. It's like it's like driving. Driving's a privilege, not yeah, a right. Right? It's yeah, like I hate when people thing. say that it's a right. Yeah, it's, it's not right. a right. It's a privilege. What do you mean it's a right? You you have have a we're just right lucky to enough to be born now happiness. when they were invented. Right. It's not a right. <laughs> you have like, a right to pursue happiness. Like it, it pursue would, it any which way you want. It's not a right to ride a horse like before cars. You would have to like get on that fucking thing and like earn to like you know you had to like learn how to ride it. Like you had to earn it. You don't just, it's not just handed to you. Here's the perfect horse. It'll ride you around and you won't have to like teach it anything. Um, it's not a right to have health care, unfortunately. I'd like to see socialized health care work. It hasn't seemed to yet from what I've seen. But again, that's what I want to talk to her about. So Congressman elect, Congresswoman elect Ocasio-Cortez, if you're listening, come on the show and tell yeah. me why you think health care is a right. Yeah, come on I'm the not show. Ben Shapiro. Always the welcome. population in Canada. Like, they have the whole universal health care, but is it, like, yeah. a third the size of this guy? You know, like, how do they do yeah. it? Where are they cutting costs? And that's what it is. The I population mean, of Canada is 36 million people. Which is really the population probably of just the East Coast for us. I know. 
<laughs> and I Isn't think maybe a quarter of that, <laughs> I think a quarter of that probably populates Los Angeles. That's really low for Canada. But I mean, yeah, nobody lives up in Alert and in Nunavut or whatever. You can barely live up there. Saskatchewan. <laughs> it's actually, you know what? It's actually quadruple that number. But those people are thought to be dead. But they're just, they're preserved. Yeah, they're right. they're like Richard. They just don't die. They're cold. They're still alive. Smaller population <laughs> and geographically smaller countries. I get it. The socialism works. Sweden, a socialist country, seems Denmark. to be working. Denmark. Well, Actually, all the Scandinavian countries country. are pretty much socialist. And they got pretty nice. They do, but they're too tall. They are quite tree-like. Like, don't we have I'm, social... Uh, we have social media. What the, No, but what the old people get? We have um, social security, which yeah. is pretty much socialism, socialism that works, people. but it's not really because you're, you're paying into something for yourself and getting it back. That works to me. But. Oh, yeah. That's true. What about highways? Oh, we pay for those. We pay. Grandma, grandma's pay holding for... on lo longer than ever these days. Grandma? Because when for... when Social Security started, the the average age of, of death was anywhere between sixty eight and seventy two. Oh. That's what they counted for. But now grandma's holding on to like ninety five, hundred. So right, that's I know. why. Oh, we're all inventing these so... ways to cheat death. How about we slow down? Not me. <laughs> I'm I'm treating my body like an amusement park. I'll see you at sixty. No. God. Yeah. Right. I'm yeah. Just kidding. Afterwards, I'm tired. Eternity can become boring. But yeah, the, the, it was built on a system that was based on that expectancy. But now, you know, assisted living, nursing homes, all great things. Mm. But it, it, they're paying like it's like 20 years later than they expected. That's why it's like yeah. not the best system in the world. You're better off just saving in like retirement funds and mutual and I mean, that's why that's why you meet old people that are like, I'm on a fixed income. I can live off like 80 bucks a month off something. And that's, that's you know, my dad says like every day, I'm on a fixed income. I'm like, yo, but you have five kids. You're not going to be in a cardboard box one day. You know, you'll be fine. He, he buys a lot of shirts. The road. Yeah. I know. But anyway, that's but why I they go to Danny's for the early bird. Yeah, right. Denny's. But I, that was a good news. Okay, well, wait. I, but it's unheard I, of. I enjoy news with this. It's kind of replaced what the hell's wrong with people, but that still comes back out like a, like a boner at a family reunion once in a while. You don't know where it came from, but it's, it's there. No, I can't. I don't know what I'm talking about. But I do like the. Uh, I feel like we should just this. do a two hour show of the news. Yeah. Like, it's just so much easier. We'll just stay on the news. If it if it bleeds into sports, it does. If it doesn't, who cares? I hate and waiting till the end of the show to do sports because I'm out of gas sports, and I don't give a shit. We can also do. <laughs> I don't give a shit. We it's can also been, do the. Uh, it's been an hour news. and thirteen minutes. I don't care about what Aaron Rodgers' strange brother is mad about on Twitter for some donation. So he didn't get a piece of the money. Is that he wanted Biz, some of the action and he didn't get any? Is that what it is? Biz, I just saw the headline right now. I didn't even click on it. I don't even know what it is. Did you? Do you yeah, know what it's it is? something. About, I, I saw the same headline. I didn't see any details, but yeah, I guess something about he. He's what is a podcast of sour? <laughs> right. We just and we give you the news the and nothing else. Maybe this the is new, what it's we about. give you the headline. You make up the rest. Right. That's how it should be. That would make sense, though. That's amazing. We read a headline and the three of us just guess what it is. <laughs> what the truth is. And Let's pick one. None out. of us guess right. 
Let's let's pick one out. What are the hot headlines right now? Maybe we haven't covered them. Maybe there's something new. Yeah. Uh, headline roulette. A new segment. All right, Middleton so matches the Marco matches Mark with a red blazer and a skirt. I mean, that's pretty self-explanatory. Does anyone care less about the royal family news every day, where it's like Meghan Markle's ring sparkles in oh, Florida? She's so hot, though. No, she I is. Love she's like I think painfully she's hot to look at. Like it hurts I, I do how hot she is. But the news so articles cute. are like the queen is raising her nostrils over her dress choices, and you're like, come on. Yeah. Yeah, but you know Henry what? I like to pretend. I like that they're the last ones pretending. <laughs> Like, they're the last ones playing, like, make-believe, dress-up, king it's and true. queen. Pretend. You know, like, okay, it's fine. Whatever. Let's just but all the headlines are the reason why Megan stopped wearing this bracelet. Right. The reason she has to wear this hat anytime she goes to France. The reason her scarf right. is blue today. But do you guys know Aaron Rodgers' brother? He was no. a contestant on, like, The Bachelorette one time. And he, I think he won. Which burned down. That show was no more now because the house burned down? Not to digress. Oh, yeah, you're right. It yeah. did burn down. Is that true? Yeah, yeah right. half of it, I think. Because that was a show yeah. I, I haven't watched in a while, but my ex like was obsessed with it, and I just it, loved it. It is addictive. It was like comedy. It was like a treasure tr- chest of comedy. Like it, there, You could make a joke every 30 seconds watching that show. It's so yeah. bad. Yeah, it's so bad, but it's addictive. And I didn't really it's watch so it regularly. Addictive. I was visiting uh, my mother's house once, and I guess she likes the show. And I'm like, oh, I wonder if my, her boyfriend likes the show too. Apparently, he does. I, so it's just <laughs> so unrealistic. It. It's like I, here's your date on a helicopter over <laughs> Mars, and then it's like figure out real life. I, I was supposed to be on a spinoff of that, and but I, I used spinoff very loosely. It was like a YouTube show, and I was like one of the guys, but it was, it was supposed to be they put a, a white guy pan. in a house full of all black girls that were like from the hood. <laughs> so like so like I, I go in there, and they're just like, yo, this hokey crazy, and apparently it was like racist or something, so they pulled it. Like I wasn't even getting paid for it. Like Jacare knew a, you in the, the khaki producer. shorts that and is the an amazing and idea. like the the – one of your polo shirts with yeah. I remember when we were shooting so that's what they the, wanted. Um, yeah, I remember when we were shooting the the erection medication. I said, "Give me Classic. your most crappiest outfit out of that closet." And yeah. uh, you had khakis and a purple the, golf shirt. I mean that that's <laughs> good memory. They're all Clark's clothes. It was perfect. That's a great sketch, by the way. Check it out at Kingman Prod on YouTube. Clothes. I could just see you coming out of the limousine like that. Well, that's what and, they wanted. Uh, they wanted like a guy in like you know a nice like cardigan and like a collared right. shirt to be like, which one of you ladies? And they're all like Nicki Minaj kind of people. But I guess it was like <laughs> racist or something. They did, didn't do it, dude. I think that is cared. an amazing idea. And whoever thought it was racist, they're racist. It would well, be so know, funny yeah. to put a white guy in a house full of only black chicks and do the Bachelorette format. That's the only way to like make that show more interesting. Yeah, Edit this I, section out because the three of us need to start producing this thing right just away. Just go up to random people and yeah. shake hands and say, uh, um, "Let's see. So, did uh, you get to vote Trump 2020?" Right, and then and then and then if they say yes, you put them in a house with like, you know, Mexicans or something. Right. Yeah. We. Uh, I want to mention this. Tomorrow is the 65th anniversary of. JFK's uh, assassination, and it falls on Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Is it the first time ever jinxed by me a dick? Probably not. 
really yeah, jake's hmm. bike dick it is early though that is, it is the early 22nd the is first, early yeah because the first it has to be the the, the fourth thursday of the month not the last but oh, the because first the first thursday. of november fell on a thursday damn yeah. that's crazy but yeah 60 wait no 55 55 years right 55 right yeah, yeah, because it happened Six, in uh, 65, 65 and it's years. No, 63. Yes. It happened 63. Because I remember it's, the 50th anniversary 18. in 2013. Five. Um, uh, yes. All this um, information was coming out, and uh, I remember all the, the theorists for the past 50 years finally getting their time on the 50th anniversary of the JFK assassination. They were getting their time with Geraldo Rivera to say it was the CIA or say it was... Uh, Sam Giancana and Carlos Marcello, or say that uh, Lyndon Bain Johnson had him whacked. Right, all the all the conspiracy. Rain Baines McFly, Clark. What what but, did you just post up there? It was like Hulk Hogan or Goliath. Have you something. guys have you guys seen this article? Uh, Goliath Holy versus shit. Goliath. The scariest man on the planet is going to take on the Iranian Dude, Hulk in an MMA match. They look like two uh, Street Fighter or, or like uh, Mortal Kombat I, characters. Yeah, they're like action figures. Yeah. Biss, have you seen this? No, hold on a second here. Where, 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 where can I find this? I just posted it in Skype. I'll post it on the thread right now. That's but, my favorite picture of myself. Okay, let's see here. This is real. Okay, i got to see this. Here, I'm going to post it right now. This is real, though. The Iranian Hulk. I, I've, I've heard of the scariest man in the in the. Uh, Iranian world. Hulk, like the like the Avenger or Fuck. like the wrestler. Yeah, these guys are gonna fight. The Avenger. The scariest man on the planet set to take on Iranian Hulk. Avenger, and, 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 this guy's too fat to be an MMA. So too. Yeah, the Hulk is too... But look at this guy. What do they eat? How do you get that big? How do you get that big? Look at this guy. What a monster. 390-pound Iranian Hulk, Sajjad Garibi. Iron Sheik, take him. Wow. How does the Iron Sheik talk? Sajjad Garibi, you asked me excellent, excellent question about Sajjad Garibi. Sajjad Garibi, you are no good faggot, simple bitch. <laughs> Yo, I got a tweet. I got to tweet the Sheik right now and get him on the show. Yeah. Fuck him! Motherfucker! Yo, I'm just going to tweet out right now. What day are you coming back on the show? I don't remember. Just so he has to like answer. He, he, oh yeah. I'm I'm done asking people. Like, hey, you want to come on? It's gonna be what day? Did you say you're coming on the show again? Yeah, you know, I'm doing the same thing. I've done everything I could to engage people and get them in. I mean, I've offered to pay them. What more? And and you get these people who just don't want to do podcasts. And the only people that seem to want to, and we love our video gamers. Why just right? Them? Yeah, we need these guys on. I'm done waiting and being like, can you? Can, we've we've done almost 300 shows. We're on like five platforms. I mean, come on, it, 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 you need to come on our show. So I keep with all these Italian models that keep following me. I'm oh yeah, asking, I saw that. Man. Now I, I I don't know how many of them speak English, uh, but because uh, I'm 
I'm asking them in Italian if they want to come on. I guess I shouldn't do that. But Do you know uh, who Matthew Van Dyke is? No. He's following us now on Twitter. He's the founder of the Sons of Liberty International, veterans providing free military training for local forces fighting ISIS. Really a remarkable guy, and he's now following the podcast. Where is he from? He is in Washington, D.C. in Iraq. Okay, yeah, because I remember buddy, my buddy Joey and I, uh, he had a friend who was uh, volunteering. He's your buddy? And there's no ISIS anymore. No, I didn't know if maybe it was him. Right, but, there's no uh, ISIS anymore. I mean, I'm pretty sure the Iraqis and Syrians have that under control. But at the time, he was volunteering to go. And uh, my buddy and I were like, hey, you want to just go? Kill shit? Maybe this is him. My but my I don't buddy. think he was from D.C. And I don't know. Well, no, he's in D.C., his organization. I don't know where oh. he's from. John, I was just saying that uh, there's a guy named Matthew Van Dyke, who's the founder of the Sons of Liberty. Uh, he's a veteran who trains people to kill ISIS. He's now following us. He's got 365,000 followers. Oh, really? He's now following. I just, I just tweeted you guys. Matthew I just Van Dyne? Or I mean Van, Van Dyke. Dyke. <laughs> Which we were just talking about Dick Van Dyke, so it's ironic. Van Dyne. But uh, I just tweeted the Iron Sheik as well and asked him what day he's coming on the show. Biscardi and I are done asking people if they want to come on. We're just asking them when they're coming yeah. on. That way they, they think somebody fucked up in their staff. And they just yes. That's what we should do with Kanan. Let yes. me just we text him memo. and be like, hey, man, I'm just confirming tomorrow noon. Yeah, just do it. Well, Kanan will come uh, on. I spoke, yeah, to your, I spoke to your publicist. Yeah, when are you coming on? You got to yeah. do this. Matthew Van you want... Dyke. <laughs> I keep, I you got to have him on the Van show. Dine. You this he would be a good guest to have on. What an interesting man. Baltimore. He was abducted by Iraqi agents, thrown into prison, probably by a guy that looks like Saeed, for twenty one days because he helped <laughs> Iraq Christians. He kinda looks like uh you know the Republic white, the white Jesus. There was no commanding he officer. Looks like Kilgrave. I don't believe you. By the way, the the number of actors I've seen on Lost that are in Sons of Anarchy is now up to six. Six actors. Well, remember, Lost was first. That crappy, dorky motorcycle club show was after it. Last and now he's on The Walking Dead as the Whisperer. Uh, Durst, Ryan Durst. Who did he play in Sons of Anarchy? I didn't really watch Sons of Anarchy. It didn't catch with me. I do understand it being a big show because, you know, I, I'm kind of a wannabe rider, but I don't ride. Ryan Durst. I did, Durst. I really like Ryan Hurst. Okay. Oh, he was probably the best character in the show. Yeah, he yeah so he's, he's he now Elvis. slated to be on TWD. He'll probably arrive after their winter hiatus and make a last-ditch effort to save the show, which really, really sucks right now. It's, I haven't watched it. I fell off. It is just... I've been watching it the day after when I have time during the day to watch on my phone, and um, it's just... I I, it's like I'm not it. sorry that I missed it the night before because I'm not at the edge of my seat. Right. But it's so bad that I want to talk about how bad it is. So I guess that's the only addiction I have. I, I want to talk about how bad the show is. Because it's that bad. Yeah. It's right, yeah. It's, it's, it's so, it was something that was so good and unique. And it was like, oh, my God. They yeah. pulled off a zombie yeah. show. Like, Jesus. That genre is so crappy and, like, overdone. <laughs> and somehow they so made fun. it, like, interesting and new. Mm -hmm. And then they just have been stumbling and stumbling and stumbling. 
Yeah, but I've watched some do. of these YouTubers. I mean, some of this, the work that, that's out there from these uh, fanatics who yeah. do these these, oh. these fan films and these fan dissections and analysis. Of, oh, of my every gosh. Those are the film. people with the most YouTube God. followers, the people that uh, And, man, talk they put that stuff out like the, the day after. The day yeah. after the show. It's, it's not just like sitting some in front of – Some of advanced screenings. Amazing. You're right, John. Those guys are the guys that are like, here's the reaction within like two hours of the show. Like, here's the reaction yeah. tonight. It's, it's not just it's, like a reaction you of you're sitting in front breakfast. of your computer and just talking. I mean, they go, they edit these clips, they do voiceovers, and they uh, they take you know pages from the comic book compared to they slice splice that in with a, a, a screenshot from the show to, as the you know the the two storylines right. supposed to coincide. Um, they make which so really much. Does. So many views. I, I have a buddy, uh, Zach Morris, no relation to Say by the Bell, who has a, he's had a <laughs> Are you serious? Bayside Queens. <laughs> yeah, it's ZAC. He's got a channel called CZ's World, like Seize the World. ZAC. And he, he, he's had a channel for maybe 10 years. And just this year, he started doing those clips, and he already has a million subscribers just from Actually, doing I think shit I've seen like it. that. Wait, what clips? I think I've clips seen that like, CZ's World. Yeah, that, he's like, here's what you missed in the happening or. Whatever. He does like horror movies. His thing's horror movies or horror shows. But he posts it immediately and he's got like a million subscribers. People oh, just love that because they Google, they Google the show and then they see that and they click on it. I was yeah. watching some clip at my house in Farmingdale in Long Island. I had a lot of property there. <laughs> and uh, there's a lot of that there too. Well, but, I uh, mean, there's, the, there's a reason that all the Avengers movies like break all the records. So it's like, yo, just have a talk about that. How about you I talk about getting... what movies make the most money, and that means that you'll catch shrapnel. <laughs> Great analogy. That's so true. Would you guys? But, uh, would you like guys rather fight out, the Iranian so. Hulk or uh, the? Smith? I would take the fat guy. The the only way you could beat a fat guy is you dance around him till he gets yeah. really really yeah. tired, and and then when he gets tired, you start wailing on that yeah, that, you, that yeah. uh, six foot eight. Monster. I mean, he, all he has to do is make like a bull and roll over you. Right. Like a, a matador yeah. getting skewered. If you like <laughs> use all your agility and, and stamina in like uh, like a 60 second span, yeah. you'll get that fat. So just he'll have no energy in any sort of blow he, he directs your way. The big guy, good luck. The just one thing I have going for me is uh, I can, you, you I don't tap right away in a chokehold. Um, even my sensei, who does Filipino martial arts, said of all the guys, he's got a really strong neck, which I really don't. I mean, I don't think that I do. I just have enough heart and it set my mind. Don't tap. Don't tap. You're not going to die. Um, in an arm bar, I'm going to tap because I don't want to get a broken arm or an elbow or dislocated yeah. shoulder or anything like that. But uh, against a guy like that, I don't think I, I don't think I'd have any endurance. I mean, first of all, I'm not even I'm getting I think I'm getting fat myself just because my six pack is turning into like, you know, that, you know, when the, the abs just kind of fade and they're there. But you have to really flex to see him again. What That's know. where I'm at. I don't know. I've never had abs. Uh, that's it's so one of the things it says. I don't know what's more traumatizing to me is losing my abs or losing my hair. But I know I can get one of those oh, things wow. back if I work hard. Put it yeah. on the Twitter poll. What's worse, 
Like when yeah, you yeah, were up there. when you yeah, were yeah. slick and 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 like yeah, at your yeah. prime, yeah. abs and great hair. What's the worst that goes first? Like your 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 core. You can see it a your, little bit in your... the pictures. Uh, I don't yeah. know. Clark I and I took some some beach pictures down in Hawaii, and I saw myself and said, "Oh boy, they're going, they're fading. I'm getting fat." I think both, and especially abs. No matter how old you get, you can still tell he had abs at one point. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, Which is kind yes, of me. As long yes. as they're not like shredded, even right. it doesn't matter how old you get. It's like. One time he was built like, you know, a yeah. man made of marble. Yes. I mean, I was always skinny. I was I was never that but that's the one thing I had going from there was one muscle that I was proud of because I never had big arms, didn't have you big did. calves. I was a little Okay, uh, I got it. Isn't it funny? Uh, isn't it weird? Kid. All men have one thing that like one they thing. just get. Like yeah. I have small chest, no abs, but I don't I don't make any effort to have like Pretty right. shredded arms, like my arms are and, just bulky and, by and, accident. Right, and people often envy uh, somebody who has like the uh, complete opposite as far as coloring and whatever. Like a lot of brown-eyed people wish they had blue eyes, and I'm blue, and I kind of wish it was a little bit darker, actually. Oh, no, not me. That doesn't doesn't kill me. I don't. I, I love having blue eyes. I think I'm an elite group because so many people <laughs> have brown eyes. Yeah. Right. I like having like every point. single black person. Right. It's like okay. It's true. Now I understand how rare blue eyes are. <laughs> yeah. I always amazing. I kind of like that perfect emerald green, which is very hard. Well, to find. yeah. That's I mean, oh that's yeah. Just, that's just being the, green. The Those perfect shade of green. green. Yes. Uh, I just tweeted out a poll for people to take. They can vote on it at the underscore podcastle. Which is worse, losing hair or losing abs? I can't wait to see the results. I'm going to say losing hair because abs you can always get back. Yeah, but if you had abs, you know, like just don't get having that. It's so rare. Like hardly anybody can have abs. You know how hard you have to work for uh, every, those damn things. It seems like everybody's down. I look at these these muscle heads now, and uh, you know, you look at one story on Instagram or whatever, which then filters to a thousand other stories and all these guys are shred. There's so many bodybuilders out there. I'm like, Jesus Christ, who are all these behemoths? Bodybuilders. They're, they're right. guys that are going to tear their Achilles tendon walking up the steps. And that's the like, thing. None of them like Oh, did you watch Ronnie Coleman? Great documentary that's out there. I didn't finish it, but it's on Netflix right now and it's exactly oh, what yeah. you just said. Dude, the I did guys see that. Beat to shit and he's eating juice. And he and he looks like a man made out of uh, made out of rocks, and right. his everything snaps like his tendons snap because he didn't like stretch. He didn't like he just would like weight lift. It's yeah. a, it's a documentary Clark on Netflix right now being slammed in your face about this guy who was like the Black Arnold, and yeah. he and he's like oh. he's in so much pain now. Yeah, like his body he, is just. It's like broken. He walks up. with crutches for the rest of his life. He's like fifty something years old, but he's he had a good guy too. He he was natural because he couldn't take steroids as a cop. He was a cop in Dallas, oh. so he would have obviously been piss tested for that. Oh my but, uh, god, he didn't take steroids? No, and he didn't even 
as far as I know. I mean, again, there are cops out there that, that do things. There are soldiers out there that do things. I, some of them I know I won't say, but, um, you know, you would know get piss tested for something like that. Oh, Ronnie Coleman. So, looks like a cartoon character. Right. So Ronnie Coleman, he made a lot of money. And, you know, really admirable guy. He says at the beginning of the documentary, people ask me why I continue to put my life on the line as a police officer. I just like it. It's the only reason. I don't need the money. I just like my job. Yeah, how about we don't question or dissect that? Just let him do right. that. Let him do that. We need more guys like him on the yeah, job. Right. <laughs> there aren't <laughs> enough men like that. How about we don't like put him under the uh, the well, sweated yeah. lights? Don't get him thinking. Oh, maybe you're right. <laughs> he yeah. takes how out. We don't lead them into. The maybe this is a dumb yeah. idea. Yeah, I mean, he's got to be on a thousand prescriptions a week. Uh, uh, like. He's he. It's like the amount of oats you have in a bowl of oatmeal. That's how many painkillers he's swallowing yeah. in the morning. A he's bowl taking, full. He takes thirty milligrams of oxycodone a day, which is the highest uh, you can get. Potency. I remember, you can I remember get. taking like point five one time and uh, thought all my organs were going to come out of my mouth. There's nothing like those. I mean, you can really see. We're talking about cocaine. You can see why. But people get addicted to painkillers and muscle relaxers because, I mean, oh after God. a oh, while, they say... Nothing is loud you know, or annoying. Right. Right. Everything is soft. Every sense is soft. your body builds up a resistance, I guess, and the pain doesn't really go away, so you got to up your dosage and up your dosage. And... Yeah, it's heroin. Mm-hmm. Pretty it's much. literally it's heroin. Pretty much opioids, yeah. In a pill. He is a, fi- he is a 54-year-old man, and... Uh... It looks like um, 54. 54. Look 54, at the shape but he's, in, Yeah, and he still has muscles, but you know he's got the old man muscles now. They're they're. Like you Scott can Steiner. see the veins are all nasty. Yeah, exactly. Ooh, yeah. it's like muscle that isn't growing anymore. I mean, it's that only is deteriorating. It's like an apple that's been Chicks don't like waking up next to a piece of machinery. You know, when you're, it's too much, it's too much. You don't want to, like, break somebody. You don't want to well, be Well, I asked a young female. Uh, I just asked, I was talking. Yeah, okay, my wife hopefully won't uh, blow well, my is, balls off. This is off years this. before you met your wife. <laughs> nah, this was about a month ago. Um, <laughs> Tonight. Anyway, so uh, I was out. Uh, <laughs> I was out at trivia night. <laughs> like trivia, like harmless. Anyway, the conversation just with the team next was a couple of girls anyway, and um, I don't know how it came about, but we are talking about bodybuilding or whatever, and I think in my team, and these girls were talking about dad bods being in. Oh, now, right. these girls were yes. really young, like between, these were millennials, 21 to 23. Yeah. Armless conversation we engaged in. Um, she wasn't trying to pick me up or anything, nor was I, but... I uh, I remember her saying to me, "Ew, six pack." Because I I mentioned, "Yeah, I know, I'm getting old now." And you girls, yeah, yeah. I remember when I was your age, and, and and they're trying to console me and tell me I'm not that old. But I said, "Well, I miss having a full head of hair. I miss having really defined abs." And she was like, "Ew, six pack muscles, dad." I miss boss, having dad balls boss. that didn't dip into the water when I took a shit. <laughs> I'm just <Yeah>. joking. That's <laughs> true though. But you know, that's like right around the corner. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right, dude. Seriously, do you want to know why these millennial chicks had all these dads with beer guts? So it's and they hot all to have them. Any issues because their dads wouldn't pay attention to them. 
that's what they told us. I, it's right. actually true. I know. They it's have, so weird. They all want the Chip Gaines look. He's it's in psychology. right now. Who? Chip Gaines, you know, Chip and Joanna Gaines. I don't know why I just thought of I'll him Google. as the... But, you know, HGTV sounds are in right now. Yeah, that's what they... That's, like, the thing now. So, um... That's like saying that I guess Chris Pratt before Jurassic World, back in the days of this Arrested Development or whatever, he was he was better looking that back then before he had his transformation. Yeah, according to these young millennial girls, he reminds me a lot of like a Ryan Reynolds. He was like this funny kind of guy in some movies, and then he became like a superstar, like action Gaines? like ripped. Chip Chip and Joanna Gaines, Mitch, they did this the show. Uh, uh, Ryan Reynolds. Around. Yeah. Don't insult Ryan Reynolds. Oh, how dare you. Look at that shaggy ginger. Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. Deadpool, yeah. But, the, you know, the dad bods, that's what's in right now. They want the manly yeah. guy with the tool belt who drinks beer after Soft. work. Soft. Kind of yeah. doughy. And, and so, yeah. yeah. Kind of full of, um, uh, you know, processed yeah. sugar. But the guys who are trying to look good can't get their head around looking good by putting weight on and letting go and maybe having a, a scruffy beard and um, maybe being bald, maybe trying to get bald. Yeah, right. Like, look at anyone who's off. bald. Someone who's bald is cool, so then why can't you be? Right. But like the George alpha Clooney male. Gray cool. Right, the alpha male is all about being juiced up. Vince um, McMahon. Oh, oh God, he's the worst. He's so hideous. He is like the definition of alpha male. He's tanned. Yeah. He's like almost yep. seventy. He's definitely he's still, still taking steroids. Yep. Oh yeah. He fired. He dye his hair. He's accused of of firing people for taking roids. Then he's accused of uh, firing them for not being muscled up enough. And then look at him, and he's clearly juicing. It's like no um, body fat for a man who doesn't burn, you know, mm -hmm. fat because he's 70. Right. <laughs> the body stops like burning fat at a certain age. But going back to what you were saying, these guys all have injuries. And as much I work out, but I'm thankful that I've only had one injury because I was stupid for not stretching. And I was stupid for deadlift. I don't do deadlifts ever again because I threw my back out mm. and I was on painkillers for the first time. And I think it still flares up every now and then. Uh, it was the worst back pain of my life. I had to take myself to the hospital. It's a very like I, aggressive motion. Yes. For, yes. For, for, and I think body parts are like activated that like don't really do anything throughout the day. Right. All of a sudden, it's like ah, oh, my neck. <laughs> my neck. I wasn't prepared for that. Oh my one. god, my neck. I forgot I had one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. I forgot there was things connected my to my bones my in there. Bone. I thought evolution did away with that. <laughs> Help me. <laughs> so I can, you know, I was talking to my dad about this the other day. Like, sometimes your body, like, forgets that it has aged 20 plus years. And you move it like you're 12. And, like, your bones move, but your muscles, like, don't, like, catch it. And I, like, blew out my quad two years ago running to first base playing softball because oh. I thought I could run so much faster than I really can because I weigh, like, 100 pounds more. Because your mind is in a different, like, Than the last time I point. played uh, baseball. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, 
It's quite I a still think out of the mind. I still think that I'm underweight. It's not that I'm against putting weight on. I'm just getting fat in only one area. Know. It's all getting concentrated <laughs> in my gut, yep. which is probably well, credit to the beer that I drink. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, anything that I enjoy, like sugar, beer, yes, it all yes. goes to my tits and my belly button. You know, I want to know, if you come off of weed, if you wean off the weed, does that have the same effect yeah. as coming off of cigarettes? Good question. Do people pork out if they do that? I've never no. heard of a case of people taking a break. No, because sometimes before I was getting it medically, my dealers just wouldn't have it. And... Uh, you know, nothing would happen. I would just probably stay up an hour or two later. I, did, yeah, I, yeah. I wouldn't like get, get like uh, and you get with the draws. Uh, yeah, it I, just I, depends on what kind of weed it is. There's uh, some weed that makes you stay awake. There's some weed that makes you fall asleep. Sativa. And then there's some weed that makes you you can't stop chewing. <laughs> yeah, I get the best thing for that. I guess is to take some Canadian whiskey, some bitters little cherry garnish and some vermouth and make yourself a Manhattan, take your pants down, sit down and relax. I mean, I mean, drink some Usually when I don't know what to do next, I take my pants down and relax. It's the way to do it. Matt, you're in the middle Even of a Even on a train. Tuesday in the middle of July. Just take off your pants. You guys want to uh, put this in the W column tonight? John, you want to do some sports? Sports. We have sports. I mean, NFC East getting pretty tight right now. Oh, yeah. Getting big games this week. Look, I don't want to talk about sports too much. Um, because I'm just tired, and it's been a long show. And yeah. I hate doing sports yeah. with John at the end of the show, and I've been doing it for like 300 shows now, and I just don't care. And the Eagles suck. <laughs> People care. And, and the division is so – guess what? The division is so up for grabs, and it doesn't matter who wins. Yeah. Right? You know, like, uh, our division is a joke. I gave year. up on, on the Jets officially. The, the I, Redskins I just signed Mark Sanchez. That, that's like a that's like a team signal. And they're not waving the white flag. They're waving the 500 flag. We're okay with being a 500 team this year. The do you mind if I take a stab Sanchez. at sports with John then tonight and do sports with Clark? Ooh. I'm going to find you for asking. How dare you? Tomorrow's polo match. Tomorrow. In Wimbledon. The, the Jets take on the Titans this Sunday at 1.05 p.m. What's going on with the Jets? Oh, my God. Do Dude, the Titans the are going to they're gonna win their division. Titans are good. Yeah. Without even trying. No, they're not that good. Mario is not that good. I officially turned them off because, oh, I'm sorry to interrupt. I was going to say this earlier. Fine. I, Fine. Last Sunday, instead of watching the game, went for a ride because I said, you know what? It, the, the, it just doesn't matter at this point. The team sucks. Wait till next year. Atrocious. Wait till next year. Atrocious. When the Jets return to practice Wednesday, Sam Darnold was suited up for his first team workout since the rookie quarterback suffered a strained foot against the Miami Dolphins November 4th. Darnold, who first started the first nine games of the season, was inactive for the team's 41-10 loss to the Bills in Week 10. It was a, a spectator at practice. Foot? Strained foot, John. I don't think that's real. <laughs> it's a, it's I don't a strained know if foot. you can strain your foot. Can you strain your foot? Uh, I guess the, the tendon's on the top of them. Well, that's yeah. what I the said. The tendons on the top of your foot, I, I feel like you could hurt. That, that could hurt. Well, he was inactive for the team's 41-10 loss to the Bills in Week 10, but just this past week he told reporters his foot felt really good and that he had resumed jogging. So he, he they really play this wants weekend? to play the Patriots, the Titans. Oh, they're going to get destroyed. The Titans, I think, have a really good defense. 
I think their defense is like bizarrely underrated, and Mariota's not bad. So they they you know they beat the Eagles, the Cowboys, the Redskins, the Patriots. They've beaten like teams they shouldn't beat. They mm. must have a great defense. Just like the way that the Lions got murdered by the Jets in the first game, and then they both suck equally right now. Right. Lions beat the Panthers. I don't get it. The Giants. It's, it the shows NFL you any given so Sunday. Weird. Yep. I, I don't understand it. That is when as true the, as gravity. That, that when scene. are the Giants going to cut off um, Eli Manning and realize he, he's just done? He just sucks. I, I they, think they're, they're giving him the courtesy of until they find a really outstanding quarterback to draft, they're just going to be like, all right, let's see if he can live up to the Peyton name. Right. Because he, like he won one, two Super Bowls for him. There's only like one pro quarterback that, you know, the experts are saying this year is available. So one. I mean, maybe they'll, I, th- I feel like they're going to like suffer another year with Eli until somebody else yeah, better I is available. So yeah, yeah, I, I mean, if he didn't, if he didn't win maybe two Super Bowls for them, <laughs> he would have been gone, but they're, they're like holding on to that kind of thing. Like, well, he did this, he could get good, but it is, I'm, it I, is two Super Bowls. Jesus. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Exactly. Against the Patriots. That's not so, easy. Yes. His, it his was greatest quarterback of all time, brother. 16. Right. No, yeah. I mean, no, he's, he's, he has his stripes. He's, he's done his bit. More than Drew Brees. But, but people say right. that the forgotten Manning was the best of all three of them, who was injured, I guess, before he could go pro. Is that correct? Oh, really? That's what I heard somebody say. Yeah, he was the best Manning of all of them. Uh, I don't know if he's yeah. the oldest one. I heard he was like child. the most athletic, but he didn't play football, or didn't or play, like he yeah. didn't really like football. Oh, he was like taller than Peyton and stronger, and he didn't breathe with his, with his mouth. His uh... oh, I just thought of something. Slightly football. Uh, I don't know if you guys want to hear it or not. I wanted to bring it because it's kind of old news now. It's I wanted coming. to bring it up last week when it was hot really? news. Does anybody want to hear about my day in court after the Jets game from oh, yeah. last month? Oh, yeah. What happened? You oh, yeah. told us Please. to remind you. Yeah. Yes. bad that you're reminding us. Uh, yeah, so if you still so want to hear, I'm trying to wrap it up soon. I, I don't do. want to interrupt your cl- sports That's with Clark, it's kind of sports related. And that was sports with Clark. So, no. Wednesday, no. November 7th was the date. I had to appear in court. And um, I get there and... It was kind of a real pain in the ass, obviously, because I had to drive all the way out to Jersey, and I looked up the court oh. as being in Hackensack. I get to Hackensack. Been the court there. I looked there. up the court there, because I thought that was the county municipal court. I looked it up. Yeah. And then I find out that when I get there, and I park, and I get inside, I go through the metal detector, and I'm looking, hey, where is the court? And this guy looks at it, one of the clerks, and he goes, oh, I think you're in the wrong court. Oh, yeah, you got to go to East Rutherford. And stupid oh. me, it was written right on the back of the ticket. Oh my so, gosh, what happened? Oh I got to drive now to East Rutherford, so I got to call the court. I'm like, oh shit, I'm late. Am I going to miss my court? Th- you know, my time. Uh, am I going to get charged now? So I call him up, and and there's like, no problem. You know, because they got a hundred people they got to see. If you've ever gone to court, you know that unless it's your trial, like you murdered somebody, and you're on trial for your life it's it's not your day you're in you line get, at the food store right 
So I, find, I, I race over there, and it's, you know, maybe a 10-minute drive. It wasn't that far. But I finally get there. Then I park all over again. Then when I do, um, this guy is, is, is looking at me as I'm approaching the ramp to get inside the courthouse. He goes, hey, bro, did you get that at MetLife? I says, yeah. And I couldn't remember his face too well. But he was one of the other guys who got the ticket, who was in the other car next to me. He goes, oh, yeah, shit. remember me? He says, oh, oh yeah, gosh. yeah. <laughs> So uh, he's been a good friend. His friend got the ticket. He was just a wit- he could have walked away. It wasn't his car. But just being a good friend, and we're talking, and he's showing me the way. Here, come with me. I'll tell you. We're, we're going to get out. We got ours dismissed, but we're still here. Uh, my buddy's inside the courtroom. I'll show you the way. I'm like, oh, thanks, man. Um, so he takes me in, and uh, I sign in, and I start talking to his buddy, and he goes, yeah, we were looking for you. We were waiting like an hour. And I said, oh, so you must have left really early because I left that game in the fourth quarter when I knew that the Vikings were, were going to take that one. But I was still holding on to hope. These guys must have left an hour before me and they were waiting for me to show up. And uh, I said, yeah, well, I I hunted down the guy who, who told us to park there. He goes, oh, you found him? I said, yeah, he was sitting in his car playing the uh, excuse game with me and oh, right. uh, telling me oh. that I, oh yeah, no, no problem. He was the key. Oh, says, no, no. "You sound like my wife. Complaining, think positive. <laughs> think, sound like that bitch. <laughs> think positive. <laughs> uh, come on, hey, you sound like my wife, huh? It's pretty divorce, so, uh, uh, right. Anyway, I sign in and I go into the back room where uh, they were surprised to see me. They said, oh, I, I actually didn't know you were coming today because uh, you know we were gonna get dismissed. I said, I know, I could have been absent, but no offense, I just didn't trust anybody get the, because I trusted you guys before. Of goes, course. So this guy says, hey, well, usually when I say something, it's gospel. I used to be a lieutenant over here. I'm like, okay, just get this squashed. So I go back and I'm still waiting. I mean, I was sitting there for hours. All the while, I'm getting to look around kind of panning the room, and I couldn't help but notice what some of these people wore to court. Now, I didn't wear a suit and tie. Uh, I didn't have to, but I wasn't dressed like a bum either, you know. Right, sweater. you don't have a Doors t-shirt on. Right. I'm looking at this one girl. She clearly looks like she got picked up for uh, turning tricks, I guess. She looks like she's, you know, Romanian or something, uh, you know, dark hair, but really pale skin and dark eyes. She's got an open back top. She was kind of sexy from behind. All right in the face, but sexy. Not beautiful. She wasn't a beauty. She was sexy. She's wearing a full open back top with a, with a full I like the back. tattooed back. Okay. Her back was no. fully tattooed. Ah, uh, trash. She had tattoos Garbage. across the crown of her of her head. Like she had bam, bam, she had a yeah. bad haircut just to show off the parts of the tattoos. Like she, she blew out her uh, right. neck. Oh, right. So what you a could see the neck I know tattoo. That. That's yeah. That's she, an, every two days, uh, fucking job. Like the guy with the right. tattoos on his head in Sons of right. Anarchy. That is yeah, right. right. She had, she had a, her Juice. her front bangs edged up, so she okay, could, you can see the tattoos across her forehead. So I don't know what she got picked up for necessarily. Oh, weird. And then there's this other guy. Uh, they all had lawyers with them, so you knew they were probably in some deep shit. This one lawyer, I remember he pulled in the same time I pulled in, and he's checking himself out in the reflection of his back window. Uh, just this really young lawyer, clearly just starting out. 
uh, a little Guido looking, but bad taste Guido. He had a suit on, normal pinstripe suit, with a black shirt. And the an orange Is there a good taste Guido? <laughs> well, you would think that he'd be wearing like the Ferragamo belt and and uh, you know the the fancy buckled Gucci shoes, but he was wearing like okay, cheap you're shit. right. Um, so he's wearing a black shirt with a black suit and an orange and white striped tie, like you know, Halloween. candy corn color. Yeah. Right. And he's wearing that with an orange handkerchief. He looked like a Batman villain. And this Hank guy, you should have seen him walk up. I wish if we were televised I could I could air this. He walks up to the to the bench when it's his time to go. Take it off. And all it goes. And he starts strutting. I'm looking at the... Oh, court. my gosh. I'm up. It's my turn. Time oh to my accept gosh. my award. I've been gosh. chosen. Oh, my gosh. By the judge. It's my turn now. I'm the strut. Make a, make a real entrance oh. to the bench. It's a cool hey, shirt you have, Biscardi. Yeah. That is a cool and, shirt. I like that. And, uh, oh, thank you. It's an old ring. So it's he's like, hey, And as, of course, he gets dismissed, what does he do? He does an about face. And he looks at the courtroom. He looks directly at my eye. And I want to give this guy a look of disgust. Like, dude, I want to roll my eyes at you right now. You have no idea. But he looks around. Okay. I think I just had my first case. One, dismissed or plea bargain. It it just looked like his first case. Young guy, um, you know, real dark, greasy looking and... And he wasn't the only one. There was this one fat lawyer, lawyer in front of me, and he had like this really. Ba- you could tell his hair was really thin, but he grew it as long as he could. The little patches, and he put all so much gel in it. And his hair is gray. Patches were going all over the place. Oh. He was like, oh. like these were the lawyers that just weren't from the Cochran firm, you know? Yeah, these right. Were- of course. <laughs> so finally, I get up. And I felt kind of proud of myself. So uh, M.L. Biscardi Jr. was how they read my name, M.L. Um, M.L. And I and I said, yes, for the record, Your Honor, because we had to spell our names. I said, I misspelled the, the last name is spelled B-I-S-C-A-R-D-I. I'll be representing myself. Okay. What's your middle Prosecute- name? Leonard. Leonard. It was named Lenny. after my great grandfather Junior. So my father and I were named after our great grandfather. Well, his grandfather, my great grandfather, Michele, but we made it Michael and Leonardo. Chop the L. Now I get it. I like it. So just had to know. Uh, after that, um, he says case yeah, dismissed. Yeah. He said uh, prosecutor recommends this case be dismissed. You're dismissed. Thank you. You know, and this was like three a three hour ordeal. Oh, uh, oh my god! Oh, six would be months numb. of community service. That's how how long? Six That's months crazy. of crazy service. That's what it could have been. Six if, hours. Six months six of community months. service. That's insane. Six months. That's a racket. They should be racketeer charged. Like but I mean, they understood nine. that yeah. the guy that yeah, the New Jersey talk. Sports and Expo Authority, um, because they told us to park in a handicap spot. Uh, yeah, which know. is a crime. So I still had Working to pay out. the tolls and the gas and the parking out there. So I, you know, it still cost me money to save me the money, but 
It's a uh, racket. It's yeah. A what that is people? like. I'm glad you got out of it though. That, that was is an like how I felt when someone. I was like 16. I was like, I just started driving, and I was leaving a parking lot, and a guy was turning into the parking lot, and he waved me on, and I pulled out, and the people going straight, not turning into the parking lot, smashed right into me. That's why if someone tries to direct me in traffic, yeah. I'm like, fuck you. You're you're, you're not my them. dad. You don't no. tell me what to do. You go first. I'm I not trust moving. my fuck eyes. You. Because you know these guys hate their job. You know they're like the auxiliary police who yeah. aren't the real cops. The traffic cops in New York are not real cops. You know they got the whistle and they're going like this and I'm gonna fuck my life. Do they have Do they have guns? No. Like yeah, right. Like I feel like they don't go through any like real no. security. Yeah, they're toy cops. Training. Right. Right. Yeah. I remember Trump. Some guy they're was trying to recruit them, and he gives and uh, he gives me a little flyer. And I said, uh, so do I carry a weapon? Uh, no, this is auxiliary, so there's no weapon. And I kept, I said, what the hell is the point of that? And he, he got so pissed off, he took the, the flyer back and said, okay, this is it for you. It's a racket. I'm glad you got out of that, though. Yeah, so. That whole thing would have made me. Yeah. But the, the, some of the outfits these people were wearing to, to court, like I said. Uh, oh, no. One guy, I you know, it. one guy's wearing the hoodie with, again, the tattoos all over the face. Um, you know, again, this is what's uh, what's his name? Sixty nine looks like in court. Right. The uh, the uh, the outfits are amazing. I got a speeding ticket. I was doing 10 miles over the limit maybe six years ago in L.A. And there was a four hundred and fifty dollar ticket. And I just said, there's no way I'm paying this. And I went to court to fight it. And I not only was I the only guy, and there were maybe a hundred people waiting to see the judge, not in traffic court, Los Angeles Superior Court in Van Nuys. Not only was I the only guy wearing a suit, I think I was the only person there that owned a suit. And <laughs> and, and I, I went up there, and I swear the to you, the only person who had a closet. This not to sound you know politically incorrect or racist or anything, but when the judge saw me. She had this look of relief on her face, like oh thank God, this is not like a gang member or something. And I just said, yeah. I, I would just like to invoke the uh, the Eighth Amendment, which is that the uh, punishment must be attributed to the crime. And I do feel, Your Honor, that this, she just threw it out. She was so relieved that I wasn't like some guy with a tattoo on his face. She saw you, you know, and right. she was like, Looks she was like, like, like oh, Goldilocks, was the middle yeah. bed just right? And you were like, yes. And she was like, all right, <laughs> Yeah, right. It was perfect. But I think I was the only guy that owned a suit in that place. And I was just like, oh, my gosh. But the only guy like who owned any, even the suits like this, right. this one attorney i'm telling you about i mean all black with orange and white and uh you know he had like the black hair the the, the dark eyes and and then out of nowhere you just see this this orange flare uh coming from his tie and handkerchief and uh he's looking around like he's hot shit and i'm looking at him like he looks like such an ass clown and doesn't know it and uh who the hell would retain your ass? Ass clown. Who's who did that? Who said that first? Was that Michael Bolton ass in clown? Office Space? Michael Bolton. Or was it Chris Jericho on WCW oh. Monday Nitro? Ooh. I don't know. That's a good one. Check Maybe the date. I think it's Office Space somewhere. first. I think Jericho took it from Mike Judge. Ass clown. Ass yeah. Clown. Uh, great term. Yeah. Are you guys familiar with StitchFix.com? 
No. Stitch Fix? I'm not familiar with it either until this week. A buddy of mine uses Sounds it. Sounds like but Pimple it's, Popper, MD. It's, this, it's a website, <laughs> and you, you basically pay a monthly thing, and this, they ship out clothes to you, like, like any kind of clothes, like suits, nice shirts, jeans, shoes, right. whatever you want. You wear them, you return them after a month, or if you want to keep them, it's like 20 bucks or something like that. And I was like, I would never do that. And they're like, no, they're all new clothes. It's not like you're wearing somebody else's clothes. Yeah. That's like a Shark Tank pitch. Right. It's like yeah. my dad's doing the the Apple Watch. He's like, when my trial's over, they're going to want the watch back. Right? I'm like, that's like, oh, give wow. me your jock strap back. Like, your skin cells <laughs> Why would are you all do over that? that. Like, they don't want it. Yeah. It's like, that's a yeah, prototype. I, that's like, they're, they they're, they're going to throw that out if you give it back. Right. Them. Yeah, keep that. Keep that watch. It was funny. It like fell off of him and it like shattered. And he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna have to pay for it." I'm like, "You're part of a, an experiment. Like, they want it to break so they can like you know figure out right. why, and then they're gonna give you a replacement. Right. You're not gonna have well, to pay sh- for it." To show you how Crazy cheap idiot. the government's getting, you know how much stuff yeah. that I wore. It used to be that anything you wore on any kind of uniform you wore in the army or whatever, uh, any branch, if it touched your skin, you didn't have to return it. Yeah, uh, but they got so cheap, oh. I guess, that I, I had to turn back um, certain. I had to give back a fleece jacket. I remember. Oh, I had to give gosh. back the, the well, some cold like weather gear, and it went yeah, it went straight back to the central issue facility and went back into circulation. But again, you don't know what. What if I wipe my nose, you know, on the sleeve of that? Yeah. Thing? What if you had AIDS or something? You don't want to like, <laughs> give that stuff back. I feel like a, a, an episode of House where, you know, only he would have figured out why an entire p- platoon was wiped out from a sneeze. <laughs> on a reused, you know, A platoon. It's <laughs> amazing. I have to go prep a turkey, guys. All right, guys. This has been a great show. From all totally of us here at Castle, we want to wish all of our listeners a very happy, juicy Thanksgiving. And uh, this is a great show. We had news with Biss, some other great topics, sports with Clark, turkey with John. I want to tell you guys, uh, 12 minutes into the show, I was like, we're not going to make it to an hour. And it's been two hours. Oh, I was so tired earlier today. Yeah. These past two days at work. I was like, I hope someone has something to say tonight because I'm done. I had a second rolling. Yeah, that was... That was... uh, Definitely stuff that kind of unplanned, but I had to look up news. Had to be done. And Two hours and twenty four minutes. Tweet us at the underscore podcast. The gentleman in charge. From the gentleman in charge of fight the state of New Jersey and winning Michael Biscardi to the man in charge of prepping a turkey and binging Jonathan Astinger to the man in charge of watching planes, trains, automobiles tonight, grinning, and then soiling himself. Matthew Clark, thank you for listening to the podcastle, and good night, everybody. That's the process. Happy Thanksgiving. Godspeed. I'm just living the dream. And we're clear.